Does anybody have a bit? I've done this a couple of times and I still don't know how to do it. We don't know how we start. We never start, really. Cool. Do you have a bit? I don't really think of a bit. No. I do have a drinking game for this. Oh. Which we haven't done in quite a while. Oh. Well, what is it? Okay. We have three different rules that can all be useful. Sure. All right. So, first rule is drink for that bird. The sigil. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. that, like, phoenix symbol Same. shows up. Yeah. The crest. Uh, number yeah. two is drink for the cat. Okay, sure. Good. And then number three is drink for broken glass. Oh, there's uh, a yeah. lot of broken glass. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is you you drink a little off and on. The cat and the bird kind of win for most of the game, but then at the very end, you are just downing shit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Then it's just like it's, it's water. You're playing around a waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. 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 Yep. Yeah. All right. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. Yeah. Yeah. He, put, he puts a ring on her finger. Oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. What? <laughs> the the song goes like, oh, 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 but I was also trying to make it like, oh, but I my delivery was apparently not up to snuff, so. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Allison, not Beyonce. <laughs> Once again, I've yep. proven myself to not Hello, be excellent humans. Beyonce. <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. I'm your host, Hova. With me, as always, is Bay. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> this is what Jay-Z sounds like. I mean, me. <laughs> this Jay is how me I sound. sounds like. This is how I sound when I'm not rapsing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's stupid. Real stupid. Hi. Hello, excellent humans. For real this time. Welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. I'm your host, Hunter Bush. With me, as always... Allison, you coolest. <laughs> so, you can just hear how her head was in her hands when she said that, right? And our guest today... Hi, I'm Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hello. Another another roommate, so Hello. we can actually record in person, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am... We are sitting kind of far apart, though, so... Yeah, I think we'd we're, still pass. We are... Keeping social our social distance. distance. Yeah. We we can't touch yeah. hands. Nope. No. no. I'd, I'd say this would be like five. Yeah. So we're breaking the law, man. Hey, watch, great watch. Hey, watch, great watch. Hey, watch, great watch. I hate them all, but I just can't stop. Yes. When I mentioned it, I remember you saying uh, you thought it was vampires, and I was just like, mm, no. Yeah, I was definitely under the impression, I don't remember how, but that it was a vampire movie, and I was like, all right. And, like, it goes a long time before I was sure it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, a could, lot of this could, could easily be a vampire movie. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you said it to me, and I thought it was, and then yeah. I was like, oh, it yeah, actually I isn't. I don't know if I have it confused with something else that's very similar, or if I just, you know... Got some keyword, uh, you know, mixed up in my brain or something. Yeah. No idea. I, I, I mean, it could definitely be the title of a vampire movie. Yeah. Um, like, mean, that makes total sense to me. Also, one of the last, like, big things that Crystal lent us was subspecies, which was vampires. vampires. Yeah, oh yeah. 
um, which I always get confused and call it species, except that that's aliens. Yeah, well, no, no she's <laughs> okay. not an alien. She's a... Genetically modified, yeah. blah blah She looks blah, blah. exactly like the alien from Aliens, except she was made in a laboratory. Uh-huh. It's a government experiment thing. Yeah. Natasha Henstridge. Yeah. Yep. I don't know who that is. Um, she, she hot. Yeah. They reference her in Wayne's World about closing your eyes and you pretend you're Natasha Henstrich and then I close my eyes and pretend I'm Natasha Henstrich. Oh! Do they? Yeah! There's a gag with that. Don't remember that. Huh. Uh, I think in the first one. Really? I think so. Maybe, I do not recall this. I don't... No, it's not It's not Wayne's World. It's... it's Maybe it's South Park. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> See, that sounds... Those are two very different They things. are very different. <laughs> well, no, but I remember it being like a similar level of stupid. Uh... Um, yeah, she's so she's built in a lab. She looks like a really hot lady, and then she breaks out and she's like, "Must breed," you know. Yeah. And so it's like a soft core like thriller. It's not as sleazy oh, as it sounds, but it's like you know, I f- that feels really oh. familiar. You know what it is? I don't. It's it's that she voices Miss Ellen in Tom's Rhinoplasty. So I have the South Park DVDs. So it's that they did a little skit before that. And so that's why I got mm. it confused, is that it's the fucking uh, two of them talking about um, making out with each other, pretending that they're Natasha Henstridge. So, just to be clear, <laughs> this bit that you at first attributed to Wayne's World is in fact just Trey Parker and Matt Stone on a commentary track? Yeah. Well, talking about no, making no, out with each uh, other. No, no, commentary, uh, like, little video intro oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a deep cut. Yeah. That's maybe the deepest South Park cut you've ever made on this show, which is saying something because you reference South Park pretty regularly. It's been a minute. But it yeah. has been a minute, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like your main your main cultural touchstone. I watched a lot of it during I, my formative years. I'm not my judging. main cultural touchstone is the legacy. The legacy. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. I think that's the movie we're talking about today. It is. Um, you close your eyes and pretend you're the legacy. And I'm making out with Sam Elliott because yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, this has or, uh, yeah. This has young, hot Sam Elliott in it. Doing a lot of cowboy shit for not a cowboy movie. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. It sure um, does. Big um, fan of that. And Catherine Ross, who is uh, Mrs. Robinson from The Graduate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also notoriously hot yeah. lady. Yeah. By Maggie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Blofeld. Blofeld, yeah. yeah. And uh, Roger Daltrey. And Roger Daltrey. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that Roger Daltrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a sound-alike name. Nope. It him. So, in brief, this movie is about an American couple, which is, what is her name again? Yeah, yeah, Maggie and Peter, right, is his name? Pete, yeah. Yeah, Pete. Pete. Yeah. They are architects? She's an architect. She's an architect. Um, I don't know, I, I don't know if we ever find out what he does, or if, like, they run a business together or what, yeah, but it seems like... Yeah, like, yeah they yeah. seem to work together, because somehow or other they got a job offer in England, and yeah. he wants to take it because... Or she wants to take it because it's a job offer, the money's good, and yeah. he's like, I wish I knew what we were doing. Yeah, or and why we're going to England, or how these people found out about us. Anything, yeah. And she's like, oh, come on. They go to England. Um, I guess before they looked into the job, they were just like, oh, we'll take a couple of days or a week or whatever, and we'll explore the countryside and whatever. So they have a motorcycle, and they get into a motorcycular accident. Because Americans Motorcycular, yeah, you like that? Motorcycular's good. <laughs> <laughs> they get into a motorcycular accident. And um, while they're, uh, you know, motorcycles being repaired, uh, the the guy whose driver almost hit them, 
Mr. Mount Olive. Yes. Yeah. yes. Jason Mount Olive. Jason Mount Olive, which is, that's very Of fake. the Pickle Mount Olive, yeah. perhaps? Oh. The Pickle Dynasty? Yeah, the Pickle Dynasty. The Mount Olive Pickle Dynasty. Mm. Honestly, Could be. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's always money in the pickle stand. Always. Absolutely. Um, something, something, pickles stand. Yeah. <laughs> you can make my pickle stand? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where it's going. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> Briny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they're spending a few days uh, recuperating from their accidents. Not that they just got thrown off their bike, but the bike's fucked up. And um, Jason Mount Olive is like, boom, not seen again. He he he, you know, looks sickly and then disappears. And then all these people start showing up, and everybody is is kind of playing like the the pronoun game with actually saying who the fuck they are and why they're there and what's going on. Everybody's being very coy and like. Oh well, you know, and well, we, uh, bu, 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 and it's just infuriating. And well, Sam Elliott is mad the whole like, time. A couple of people are like sort of throwing each other under the bus a little bit, where it's yeah. like just being catty with each other. Yeah, we're like all very like it, you know, it gets into like yeah, gossip upper, and stuff, but yeah. you don't know who these people really are or why they're there. Yeah. And then once things become, you know, untenable and it, this fully becomes like a horror movie, uh, Maggie and, and Pete try to get out of there. They find that they cannot escape and they can't they can't leave the area. Um, so then they just have to stay and figure out what's going on. And it's weird. Yeah. It's yep. a weird one. Yep. Yeah. Because, um, like, <laughs> it involves what, witchcraft and Nazi gold. Um, I think more like satanism and nazi gold okay um i i don't know i feel like in well, there, this... is, there is definitely like some some you know service paid to like pray to satan yeah. but also they say that um the original she, yeah. mount olive or she I guess she wasn't mount olive. no was, it was uh, margaret de something yeah um was burned at the, the stake, stake and right. basically it was like a you know a curse that she put or a, it was more like a promise that like her spirit would return and blah blah, blah and and that is the titular like legacy yeah is like mm-hmm. passing her life force you know down through generations and stuff yeah and there, but there's a whole um sort of feel unnecessary game to, aspect to it um which is weird and kind of cool and interesting yes Allison. So the original Margaret was Margaret Walsingham. Margaret Walsingham. Okay. Who, yeah, had a child with Lord Mount Olive right. mm. of Ravenhurst. Yeah, Ravenhurst is the name, is the of, name the, of yeah the house. That's actually I have that in my notes. Oh, is that the I, name of the house? I yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's they they only say it once I think maybe twice, but like at the beginning of the movie he says it, and I was just like Ravenhurst. I don't remember that. Uh, I'm it pretty sure my ears up. It's also the name of the bad guy that Vincent Price plays in the Court Jester. It's huh. Raven, Lord Ravenhurst. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, uh, it just seems like a commonly used yeah. It's name a it's a things. it's a spooky. Yeah, it sounds creepy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure some movie has like Ravenhurst as like a mental asylum. I was gonna say yeah. an asylum yeah. for sure. I'm sure that somebody that played bass for six months in the Misfits was like so and so Ravenhurst. Yeah, uh-huh. like yeah, for absolutely. sure. There is. I wrote down a quote from it actually. Oh, yeah. Um. The Mount Olives have a long history of survival at Ravenhurst. Oh, see, I was writing down that the Mount Olives have a long history of survival here or whatever at the house is what I wrote down. But yeah, yeah. at Ravenhurst. Is, gotcha. Yeah. So. I yeah, because that's, you know, 
an ominous uh, horror movie way to say that. Yeah, like, oh, this, you know, this family's owned this house for a very long time. Uh, yeah, they have a history of survival. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> Again, sounds vampire-y. Right, yeah, absolutely. Survivalists suck in the best of times. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the that's the movie in, in brief. Um, I mean, we can get into... Because I have some questions about the ending and how everything played out mm-hmm. that I want to address, but, like, well, we can get there. Sure. Um, is there anything you want to talk about from the... Oh, I have something I want to talk about from the very beginning, which is Maggie's apartment oh, in, New, in New York, I guess. I thought it was... Yeah, I thought maybe. It, I, thought, I it thought it was California. Yeah, I California. thought, I thought okay. it was, like, out of, outside Los Angeles or some shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're... Yeah, I don't... I didn't catch it. Yeah, uh, I thought we're it was West Coast. We're literally only there for three minutes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the... The, the the apartment is like I mean she's got a ton of plants which is great a lot of natural light which is good lovely but like it's weirdly green and weirdly accented green yes like a door like everything frame. is painted green and right like a door frame will be green and like this like one raised section you know like the the edge of it is green and like this window frame is green and like then this accent wall is green but not like the whole room or anything i was like it's really interesting I, and they're all I like different it. colors as well yeah yeah it's very so, like hodgepodge yeah which i totally dig i like if i had to pick like an apartment to live in from a movie I, this would probably be pretty pretty high up there for me mm. allison if you had to live in a movie you know home yeah come back to me i mean i'm probably most familiar with the layout of the cabin from evil dead yeah but I've so seen that movie a lot. There then. Yeah, it's drafty. Mm, that's fair. Drafty, um, haunted. I mean, well, maybe once they all go to the you know twelfth century or whatever. Right, not as haunted anymore. Right, maybe it's fine after that, but it is very sticky. Yes. You have to really like pressure wash that entire cabin. Ugh. You know, maybe the house from Home Alone seemed like a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And if I live there, Chicago suburbs. Perfect. Yeah. If I live there. Kevin McAllister won't live there, and he seems like the worst part of the whole neighborhood. Either that or his siblings, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, they're all gone. Buzz and his girlfriend. Yulf. Woof. Yeah. Because <laughs> first thing I thought of when you brought this up was the apartment in um, American Psycho. And I was like, that's just me being, like, pithy, though. Because I... It's, it's too austere. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, it doesn't seem like you. But then my second thought was the apartment that they get in Annabelle after they decide to leave their house. Uh, in the first Annabelle? Yeah. Yeah. Except I don't love the walk-up. No, it is pretty high up. Yeah. Several floors, which is yeah. what kills... I, uh... I lived in a third floor walk-up and I hated it and this was like five Well, there is the haunted shit. elevator. Yeah. I also had friends that lived in an apartment that had like one of those elevators that you like close the gate and stuff and it freaked me out every single time to do it. It, and it wasn't feel... even haunted. No, it wasn't even haunted. Uh, except there was the one time that the light stopped working for a few weeks, which <laughs> was not Ooh. great. You know, felt haunted. I take uh, I take Rob's apartment from High Fidelity. Oh, I knew it. I would take Rob's apartment from High Fidelity, the TV show. I have not seen it. Really good. Yeah, I've heard. It's and very they good. canceled it. Wait, mm. really? Monsters. Mm. Yeah, that's on Hulu, right? Yes. See, I was going to say, like, oh, that's like a Netflix move. They're, yeah. they're like, oh, cool, everybody tune in for this, and we're just going to cancel it because, like, no one else is going to tune in for the next season. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Mm. Um, yet Stranger Things just keeps rolling right along, being mediocre. Sure does. I think it's done now, though. Stranger Things? Yeah. No. Oh. No, I just read a thing about, like, they're still planning to, like, you know, that they're planning for when they can start filming again after COVID. Oh. And I was like, 
All right. I was like, what's going to be great is they're going to be like, yeah, we're in high school. uh," Because it's been like three years and all those kids are now fully adults. Yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, it's our last year in high school. They're all smoking cigars. (laughs) Yes. Paying mortgages. I mean. I can see him in the background paying his mortgage. (laughs) They're really checked out. I only saw the first season. Yeah. And I was like, it was fine. I'm, go- I'm done. Yeah. Um, it's going to get us a lot of hate mail. Hey, so now's a good time to mention, if you want to uh, email us, stay tuned to the end of the episode, and you can email us a whole bunch of hate mail about why we should give Stranger Things a second chance to tell me the story of it again. Well, I mean, yes. It, it is also literally the kids from it. Yeah, and now it's literally yeah. all the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, just like, well, here's no, the thing. I actually, I really like, tired. I really like all the cast. Yeah. I think they're all very good. I just was like, yeah, okay, but yeah. none of this is new. Yeah, the uh, that one were good, but it was like, you know, 80s ripoff, lost ripoff. Yeah, it was just, it just yeah. I mean, it was just re- super familiar in a way that didn't appeal to me. Right. I do have one more house thought. In watching this, they have an indoor pool, which mm. we'll talk about. Love pools, love indoor pools, really love indoor pools. Maybe the house that uh, Jack Nicholson has in The Witches of Eastwick. Ooh, that's a great house. Yes. Yes, it is. Big yeah. ballroom. Yeah. Uh, indoor pool. Very sprawling. I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. you would like you it. You would very much like it. That's what people have told me. Yeah. My caveat is if I was going to take Rob's apartment from High Fidelity. The vinyl stays. Yeah, I would have to keep at least the shelves. Yeah. I can put my, I can stock my own vinyl, but I at least want the shelves to stay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fair. The perfect dimensions and yeah. obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Oh, so this movie does a thing that, um, another weird, I guess it's early 80s. What, what year was this, by the 1978. way? 1978. This was Indeed. 78? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I think uh, The Mutilator, I think, is like early 80s. I don't remember. We watched it a few weeks ago. I'd never seen it before. Um, but it clearly was originally a movie called Fall Break. Yep. Um, so it, it starts with, like, kids at college. And then it turns into the, like, four-minute sitcom opening for this movie, Fall Break, where... Again, this is a horror movie called The Mutilator, and five minutes into it, all these kids pile in a car, and it's like, we're going on a fall break, fall break! (laughs) Like, it's so ridiculous and hilarious and really weird. And this does exactly that, Mm -hmm. where Maggie's like, yeah, we got offered this job. And Pete's like, well, you know, I'm a cowboy, Sam Elliott, and And he's like, all right, I guess we're going to England. She's like, yeah, I'll get whoever the fuck to water the plants. And he's like, sounds like a plan. And then it's just like, but dink a dink a dink ding ding And it just, like, becomes this, like, pop, <laughs> like, late yeah. 70s, like, pseudo-disco, like, post-disco pop song. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's very flowery. Yeah. There are like... times, like, when they're um trying to, like, actually leave where the, the score comes where, back in. Yeah, and where yeah. it's actually, like, got, like, this, tinkly. You're talking about later. You're talking about yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, But it's got, like, tinkly, like, either, um... It's synths. Okay. Yeah. But, like, yeah, where it's either, like, keys or, like, maybe bells or something where it's, yeah, it's got, like, you know, real... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the, the pop song is, is over footage of them, like, buying fruit and out and about exploring the city like holding hands and then like riding a motorcycle and then like riding a horse or whatever like it's yeah it's just the opening yeah. to like their their sitcom together well, yeah because at the beginning uh you know when when sam elliott is like oh why are we going to england who is you know who gave us this money what's gonna happen they they get a check by the way and the last three digits of the check is six 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 yeah um, yeah uh, it, it's a fifty thousand dollar check um, and it's account number one two nine six six six. Yeah, is what uh, Maggie is like calling in over the phone. 
from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, but yeah, and they say like, oh, we'll go to the English countryside and we'll ride horses and we'll like have a picnic and all these things. So you see them doing all of these things. And feeding things. ducks. And feeding, feeding ducks. ducks. <laughs> there's a like, lot of them feeding ducks by a lake. <laughs> and you see them doing all this stuff and like there's a double-decker bus and then they, yeah, then they get on the motorcycle and they're like in the countryside and this music is still playing and it's, I guess if you go into this movie not knowing it's supposed to be a horror movie. It's more shocking. Yeah, the music is just really confusing. Yep. And, and it's it, the whole song. Yep, and it comes through and it comes back over and over again throughout the entire movie and it makes no sense because especially some of the scenes where they put it is just like, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> it's a little distracting even, which yeah, I always I hate would... when the score is just too much for whatever's happening. Yeah. And and this is too much in a weird way. Um, Like, I think it would be perfectly fine in a very different movie. Sure. Like a movie of them maybe just having a funny vacation, but like not this movie. Yeah, like this... So the the song, like the actual... Because it's like a pop song, and at the end of the song, during the opening credits, it has like the title and the artist credited. Mm -hmm. Because it's called like, I don't know, I Never Went to Me by Misty Star or whatever. Like, you know... And I was like, sure, sure, sure. Um, Another side of me, I think, by Kiki D. So yeah, that's both my guesses were very close. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) that is Um, accurate. But like, it's the start of a movie about how like they go on vacation to Europe, and maybe one of them has an affair, and then they have to like reconcile before heading back to you know real life. Right. Like that's what it is. It's very like ah, it's like romantic y kind of drama y. Yeah, rom com kind of or or yeah. Yeah, and like not this movie. (laughs) um, No, and it would be fine if that was it. Except that they do use, if not the same music, then it's definitely, like, the same exact type of sounds yeah. to score the rest of the movie, which is, like, nuts. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, yeah, it's it's like if, you know, you had a movie where, like, oh, Jack Quaid uh, has to escape from a bear cave, and it's like, it's been one week since you, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, boy. It's like, wait, is this a drama, or is this supposed to be funny? Yeah. Or if they opened with uh, one week, and then later when Jack Quaid is escaping from a bear cave, they just played the music from it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, an instrumental. The, the instrumental version of One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> He's stuck in a cave in the rain, and it's sad. Yeah. Bum 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 ba ba bum yeah, it's plaintive strings playing one week. It's it's one week, but it's in a minor key. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's a weird call. This um, is one week in a minor key. Except I didn't actually do it in a minor key. No, so you know. No, that's some musical theory you're not prepared for. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely am not. Yeah. The Foley work was also weird in this. Frequently, um, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but some no. of it was quite distracting and weird yeah biggest one for me is that crossbow like <laughs> thwang whoosh sound that oh, yeah it's man. the sound that um the guy who's throwing knives into a two by four it's uh-huh. the sound the knives would make yeah like it's like <laughs> like yeah. and it's like that's not a fucking crossbow noise no it's great no. it's kind of great unsubtle crossbow uh, yeah there is yeah. later there is a crossbow yeah um 
so Sam Elliott and, uh, well, uh, Pete and Maggie, that's their names in the movie. Pete and Maggie are on the motorcycle and, uh, they get hit basically almost head on. Yeah. <laughs> by... It's like a blind turn and... Yeah, uh, and by a real sort of fancy a old car. Uh, street too because they make some reference later about it's like a country not... it's a country road yeah. yeah yeah but so they make some reference to not driving on the right side of the road and uh, i'm like i don't think there on, is but... a right side yeah. of the road because it's all one yeah. road yeah. yeah but they <laughs> they get like you know flung from their motorcycle um nobody's really hurt but we keep getting like a weird close-up of the license plate mm-hmm. uh which yeah. is jm1 jm1 I don't have a single goddamn clue if that's supposed to mean anything, but they, they zoom Jason in on it. Jason like, Mount Olive 1. Uh, it's his yeah, car. It's just Jason Mount Olive Literally didn't even think about that. I was like, JM, who in the hell <laughs> could JM be? Jom. Well, yep. yeah, it's Jom. Yep. It's Jom, baby. Yep. <laughs> Jom. Jom prays for death. Um, <laughs> okay, so while that... Uh, that thing was useless then. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I did find Jason uh, Mount Olive to be a very silly name, and I think I was like, oh, it reminds me of uh, on 30 Rock where uh, Jack makes up a name for Kenneth to use, and I looked it up. Silas T. Peppercorn. Silas Sil- Mary Mount Mary Peppercorn. <laughs> very close. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's so And this is my um, unequally attractive uh, wife, Moronica. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth and yeah. Uh, Suri go, go to... Sadchester, Massachusetts. Sadchester, Massachusetts, yeah. <laughs> Sam Elliott, like, so, that yeah, they get thrown off this motorcycle, and Jason Mount Olive's car uh, is the one that did it, and he's, they're just like, they come over to them, and they're like, oh, are you okay? Please get in our car. We'll take care of your motorcycle. And Sam Elliott's like, not yep. gonna happen. Um, and she's like, come on, let's go. Come on, my butt hurts. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, um, I fell on my bottom. Yeah, and she like, really kind of hamming it up too, yeah. by the way. Uh, yeah, and Sam Alex's like, we're just gonna leave this motorcycle here for whoever to come along, and he's like, your motorcycle will be safe. And he says, he says like, this isn't the United States of America. He says this isn't New York. Just, yeah, yeah. Not, well, that might be why I thought it was New York. And then for somebody who didn't really want to go back to to Ravenhurst, <laughs> Sam Elliott wastes no time being like, we should probably just have sex, right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they get naked and, immediately. He takes a shower. You can see Sam Elliott's ass. Yeah. Well, like they get yeah, they get to His the house and they're ass. like, you know, oh my god, do you own all of this? So, yeah. And then immediately they're like, let's fucking go. So which honestly there is a thing. I would too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean He's probably got good sheets. He probably does. So there is a thing when they're getting out of the car, because the, the the Americans get out and um Jason Mount Olive is just sitting in the back and he takes like a pill out of a little pill case and Maggie's like, oh, are you all right? He's like, I'm fine. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yes, I'll be in in a moment. He's just sitting there. And I had this thing where I was like, oh, can he not walk? Because he was sitting like very stiffly. And I was like, oh, can he not walk? I was like, no, Hunter, you're stupid. You saw him yeah. get out of the car yeah. and go over and make sure they're okay. Yeah. And then the next thing that happens is fucking Hank or whatever, the, the manservant, yeah. uh, opens the door and starts like manipulating his legs. And I was like, wait, so he can't walk? And I was like, Hunter, I'm sorry. Maybe you're not so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe you're just confused. And then I was like, wait, I really don't know what's going on. That was also very confusing to me where I'm like, what, did his robot legs power down? Like, <laughs> right. what happened? And this is, again, I was like, okay, vampire movie, right? I was like, so he's been out in the daylight, so maybe that, I was like, but maybe they're playing by Twilight rules. 
it's overcast in England, so maybe as long oh. as he's not in direct sunlight. And I was like, or maybe he's like, oh, I ate the last peasant, and I, you know, luckily had to find new victims, and I ran into, almost literally ran into these Americans. And now he's like, oh, I'm so blood-starved that, uh, oh, Bob. Whatever the British version of can't even is. Yeah. yeah. Shan't even. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. Um, yeah, because then there is, I don't remember if anyone sees them, but uh, there is, like, the manservant guy, Hank, I think his name's Hank, helping uh, Jason walk up the stairs, and he's just, like, hobbled, and I was like, okay, I'm really confused as to what's going on. Because, yeah, it was only a few minutes ago that he was out of the car helping them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was... Helping her up from where she broke her ass. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that that may be what, like, the pills are for. They're just, like, something that, like, helps him keep going. And, I mean, we'll we'll get to why yeah. he he's all hobbled. Yeah, it's all part but... of his n- not-vampire curse. <sighs> Not a vampire yeah. curse. Yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think maybe the pills have something to do with it, even though they don't ever come, come back, back to it. Yeah. So, maybe not. I, yeah. I don't know. That's the only thing I can make I mean, sense like, of. He's got that nurse, and he's surrounded by medical equipment for a lot of the rest of the movie. So, yeah. like, I guess it's just, like, you know, they're sort of just hand-waving, like, it's medicine. Well, Sure, but, my, no, my thing isn't, what are the pills? Because it's just, like, yeah, I assume, like yeah. you said, Crystal, mm-hmm. that, like... It's just whatever. It's just a stopgap thing um, where he's like, "Oh, I could. Oh, my body's shutting down. It can't I, possibly go on. Let me take this one pill yeah. that'll make it all better." Right. I, I need to take this pill so I can hobble upstairs to yeah. my ICU bed. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, so then he's out of the movie for pretty much the rest of it. Yeah. In, almost entirely, but he's completely out of it, not not seen or not alluded to for like the next at least half hour of the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is so weird because, like, what they're doing is they're laying the groundwork that, like, he's dying, then blah, 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 the plot, which, again, not vampires. Uh, life, passing along the life force, that kind of thing. But, like, I, it just, it seemed like they were like, oh, let's just cram it into one scene. You know, because then, then the guests start showing up soon and, like, yeah. they have a dinner together and that kind of thing. It's like, well, wouldn't the pacing be better if, like, we saw him over the course of, like, two or three scenes get more and more worn out and decrepit, like, look physically worse each right. time, you know? Yeah. Like, look older and, you know, more withered and maybe his clothes don't seem to fit. And, like, you yeah. give it kind of a magic, like, oh, what's happening? Why is he getting so right. sickly so fast? What's happening? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thinner. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I, but, I think yeah. that that definitely would work a bit better. Yeah, because this just um, happens like almost literally like in the background of this one scene, and then he's out of the movie. Yeah, and and, and they just they're you know I think a couple of times people will be like where where is he? Oh yeah, they talk about him a lot. You know, it's kind of like no one really answers, so you're just like oh okay. The first time I saw this movie, I was probably like I don't know eight ten sure. something like that. So like. I don't remember what I thought of it, but there are two scenes in this movie that stuck with me to this day that I think about often um, when I think about, like, horror movies and stuff. So we should mention, like, yeah, uh, Jason Mount Olive. He's got a, a, you know, besides his manservant, whose name I believe is Hank, he's got, like, a cook and whatever. He has these nurses who are dressed like nuns, but all in white. Like, it's that kind of uh, outfit. Yeah, I think there's I think there's just the one that has like the head thing. She's like the head nurse. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think there's um, just other household uh, like servants and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's uh, Nurse Adams. Yes, has, yes. Nurse Adams. Which yeah, she looks like she's a nun or something, but also but she's in all white. So yeah. like I wasn't sure if 
Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember, and yeah. I was just like, I think she's she a nurse, both but maybe she's a nun. And yeah. then, uh, so like when you know when they get there and they're like, okay, well, you know, where we can we put our stuff down? Nurse Adams shows them to a room, and they're like, oh, we're not staying. Like we're just here for a couple of hours while the motorcycle gets fixed. And she was like, no, it's beyond repair. And they're both like what <laughs> no nope. what and how would you know that yeah well because like you know they drop the motorcycle off the like driver harry his name's harry harry yeah goes to the mechanic and says something to him and gives a really weird smile so i'm like oh okay and then then they're like oh it's beyond repair so i'm like that's also really weird but you know they got this fancy ass room and they have a fire and yeah then they're like we're gonna fuck Let's yeah do oh this. yeah yeah they do a little bit of like Let's look around the house, like, while he's coming in. Yeah. They literally, one room, they just open it. I don't know what the point of this, like, shot is. Because they just open it. They're facing the camera. You see them open a door. And then they just go, huh. And they look around like, yup, that's a room. And then they just shut the door again. And we never see what they looked at in the room, really. So it's just like, is that important? And I mean, I guess it's the portrait room, it looked like. Because there's one room that has a ton of, like, family portraits on the walls. But, like... That's not like a reveal or whatever. It's yeah. a really weird shot. And then they, then they, uh, the nurse, uh, the Adams shows them upstairs. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, I don't know what else to do. Let's bone. Bone down. Yeah. And unfortunately we don't get like a, a sex scene. It's just like them like laying down in the bed and then twinkly music. Yep. Yeah. And so then. it fits there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then them naked in yeah. bed. Yeah, and then, yeah, Samuel Light's like, well, I'm gonna get a shower. Yeah. And he gets out of bed, and I'm like, look at them buns. Yeah, look at them buns. Listen, Samuel is a good-looking dude. It's true. Like, it's true. he's always been a good-looking dude, but yeah. this is the first time I've seen his butt. It's a good butt. It's it a cowboy good, butt. It is a cowboy butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I think at this point, maybe it's right before this, people are coming in. It's, it's... Oh, yeah, it's there's when the helicopter lands It's after stuff. they sleep together, but before he the... He goes to the shower. Before the shower, yeah. Yeah, there, you see, like, the heli- uh, helicopter land. What so is... this is 1978, eight. you said? Yeah. They really make a meal out of, like, filming this helicopter. Oh, yeah. Like, first of all, the first shot, like, you know, you hear it, and then they go to the window and look out, and see like a helicopter landing on the lawn and then there's a shot from directly under the helicopter as it like lands on the yeah. camera i mean to be fair it was probably kind of expensive to get it yeah. so oh yeah yeah and someone gets out of the uh, my my notes exactly say fur coat slash gold briefcase weirdos in the helicopter yeah they're both wearing furs the man is carrying a uh gold briefcase that's correct it feels very bond it does um so wait is i can't remember is that blofeld no, that's the Maria and I believe the like hotel magnate. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they all like Carl. 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 Yeah, they all like come in and they're like looking up at the window and Sam Elliott is standing there and like kind of waving at them. Yeah, Maria sees him and like waves. And she, she's you like know. handsome. Yeah, she's a, uh, you know, very like very beautiful like socialite. Yeah. And he like waves back like up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like that's the most unenthusiastic wave I've ever seen. <laughs> they talk about him being the uninvited guest. Yeah. And that's the first time they mention it, and they mention it a couple of other times throughout the movie. And I think that that's kind of fun because you're just like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a way this could have been like written and played that, like, where you're not sure how much Maggie knows. 
Right. I yeah. think, like, if you were to remake this or adapt it or something, like, playing it where you're not sure whether she knows what's going on or how much she knows of what's going on would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I but, so. I mean, but in this, there's no, like, th- yeah. neither of them has any idea. She just, for whatever reason, is more like, yeah, let's just see what happens. Yeah. And he's suspicious the whole time. Like, like we mentioned, he's sus- suspicious before they leave uh, yeah. the U.S. And there are parts where, like, he, you know, he's like, oh, well, the house is really nice, so might as well. And she's like, uh, I don't know. And then instantly changes her mind and she's like, all right. Yeah, they, the writer or writers, um, they do that like, oh, we'll just put them at odds no matter what. Yeah. But it doesn't really ever track. No, because then it just immediately switches back to, to him being like, no, I don't, this is, this is weird. We should leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he'll be like, Oh, you know, let's stay for dinner. Like whatever his reason is. Yeah. And she'll be like, I hate dinner. We have to leave. And he's like, no, you're being silly. Yeah. But never at no point are they ever like, yeah, maybe we should get out of here. Like, right. Yeah. So the, the story and screenplay were Jimmy Sangster. And then also working on the screenplay were Patrick Tilly and Paul Wheeler and these are all guys that have, like, other, like, B-movie horror backgrounds and stuff. And like I would know. Oh, it's Horror of Dracula, Horror of Frankenstein. Oh, I think those are, uh, like, Hammer flicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. So, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, nothing that Sounds like I... a lot of hor- uh, Hammer horror yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, that's that's all the, the... Like, that's all of the writers have, like, those kind of pedigrees. Sure, sure. Um, but the director, Richard Marquand, I mentioned when we watched this... And you were like, oh, yeah, he sounds familiar. And it's because he directed uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Famously. Right. Um, he actually. It's so a little was... film called Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah. He did a Star War. He did. One of he the, did. Yeah. One of the. Used to yeah. be the most hated Star War when I were a kid. And since then, about Simpler four times. different most hated Star Wars have come and gone. Yeah. That's the Star War legacy. Um. Yeah. This was actually, I think, his first feature film credit. Uh, most of his stuff before this was television, and then he did this, and then just a few short le- years later did uh, Return of the Jedi. So, all right, I mean, as long as we're talking about the direction, yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about the direction in this? Mm, I have Anyone? no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, that's not a thing I, I feel confident about, like, um, being able to talk about or judge in any meaningful way i thought it was fine i i found it kind of funny because you had said about you know sam elliott like running around here like a cowboy a bunch um before we talked about directed famously kind of a cowboy well i know not entirely but but yeah and so when they when they're riding horses you know in the english countryside or whatever i was like oh yeah cowboy shit yeah but then, I mean, like, also, he's got, like, you know, some fight sequences yep. and some, like, you know, shootouts shoot out. yeah. and stuff. And it's, but it's a very cowboy shootout. Yeah. It's, like, a guy in the, in like, basically in the bell tower firing a rifle at him, and he's running from a wagon, you know, to a barn for cover, except yeah. it's, it's not a bell tower, it's the top of the house, it's, you know, it's not a uh, wagon, it's the... Rolls Royce or whatever, yeah. and it's not a barn; it's like the carriage house or yeah. whatever. But yeah, so I I was in my head kind of like, oh yeah, I could see the guy directing this some years later with a little bit more experience going on to be doing Return of the Jedi. This all makes a lot of sense. Like I feel like you can definitely see some of the roots of that kind of direction. Yeah, sure. And how this was shot. That pulpy. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, I didn't think this was bad. I, it's not like flashily directed, but uh, there's some no. really nice uh, shots. I mean, I I, I yeah. make 
made fun of getting teabagged by the helicopter when we were watching it, but it's a cool shot. Well, Especially I, 1978, like, I'm sure there's not a ton of shots like that at yeah, the time. No. Just watching a helicopter land on you, that's cool. And also, there's some nice overhead stuff, especially, like, in the pool scene and yeah. Yeah. things. And Do you think they did shooting in an actual house, or do you think this was sound stages? Because some uh, of the architecture use was interesting, but I don't know how much of it was I'm a by bad, design. I'm a bad judge of that. Uh-huh. I would think yeah. it's an actual house, but I would think I'm so, too. Google. Yeah, I mean, like... Because here's the thing, they definitely use certain rooms and exteriors, definitely. Oh, but yeah. like I mean, the it's po- definitely a house outside. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, the pool room I could have very possibly been a set. Yeah. And in fact, like, for certain parts of it, you would have had to do some finagling, so... Yeah, yeah it could easily know. be a set. I'm a, I'm a bad yeah. judge of that, because I've never had a real good understanding of, like, what the possibilities in a real space are versus, you know... Mm-hmm. You know, like Scream. I always felt like Scream felt like a real house. Like, the geography of that house made sense to me. Sure. In a very real way. And I was like, oh, it, it probably was a real house. And it's not. It's a set. Yeah. Um, uh, and, like, the Changeling, famously, was like, it's a fake facade that they built outside. To, yeah. But inside was, like, sound stages and stuff. Yeah. And, and I had no idea. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they just found, like, a big old house. Yeah. But it's like, no. No, that's, I mean, that's pretty, that was pretty standard for them in movies to do exterior, like, location shots, but yeah, then yeah. Uh, build interiors elsewhere. This could also possibly have been a composite. I feel like the staircase, when they're sitting on the staircase and people are, like, shuffling past them. Yeah. That maybe feels like that could have been a real space. Yeah. Well, I have the answer for you. Yeah. Okay. It is filmed in one place, and really? it is Mount Olive's Manor House exterior and interior in Guildford, Surrey, England, UK. Really? It's called the uh, Losley House. Interesting. Losley House. And it's, I'm, I'm guessing some of the, like, outdoors, like, driving around shots mm-hmm. are in Buckinghamshire, England. Yeah. Uh, those are the only two filming locations for this whole movie, so. Wow. Yeah, it was all filmed oh, in, cool. in that actual house, which it actually exists. That's cool. So, and I would imagine it's probably decorated really closely to how it was in the movie. It seems, that's the thing that seems very believable. Oh, all the paneling and everything, absolutely. Yeah, all the yeah. wood paneling, yeah. all of the portraits. Yeah, obviously, they had one painted to look like uh, Maggie. It's it's the very, again, vampires, it's the very, like, Dracula, like, yeah. he pulls out a pendant and it's got a, you know, ivory etching of his, you know, his long dead love that looks just like her, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's very much that thing. Yeah. And there is, I forget where exactly it is, but we do see um, somebody, like, looking at the portrait and then like pulling it's got its own it little curtains. it has its own little curtain in front of it uh. and he pulls it and it shuts and i just wrote down like mystery portrait because it's like that's gonna mm-hmm. be important later. yeah and it is <laughs> yeah Absolutely. and it is because it's her yeah mm-hmm. um i think that that's around the same time everybody's getting to the house yeah sam elliott gets into the shower and they do this really weird shot where it's like it looks like it's it's, it's inside the shower it's head. It's inside the shower head, <laughs> yeah. and then it's, like, looking up at the shower head, and it keeps yeah. just doing that. And, you know, it starts to get hotter and hotter, and yeah. he starts to yell. Mm-hmm. And then he... And I don't know why... Like, I don't... Why didn't he open the door? Yeah, I have Too I have hot. many questions about the dimensions of this. It looked like a rather large tub. Yeah. Um, Where he, he was able to press himself, like against the wall and not be burned by it to try to like turn the knob but the knob just spins uselessly um but then he couldn't like move away or get around in such a way that he could open the door so all he could do was like back through it and just like shatter this glass shower door with With his his back with his back drink 
Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is this is the origin of drink when glass breaks. Yeah, the water he like finally gets the water to turn off and Well Maggie comes in. She's like, Maggie what happened? Come, Yeah, Maggie comes in. He's like, Be careful, don't step on the glass. And she's like, What happened to you? And he's like, Damn English plumbing. Yeah, and then he and then he gets like mad at her again for tr- trying to step on the glass. And yeah. he's like, No, I got it, it's fine, whatever. Um and she, yeah, she goes to find she's like, uh, I'm gonna get you some ointment. Yeah. yeah. And then he just reaches in and turns the water off and it turns off, no problem. Yeah, and it's clearly, like, not hot anymore because there's no, like, steam. Yeah, wall of steam. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she yeah she walks in on what appears to be a staff meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everyone is just like, what is she doing here? Yeah. And she it, tells, All talk stops dead. Yeah, just everyone goes silent and she asks nurse Adams for some antiseptic. Uh, and she says, um, by the way, we've also broken the shower door. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, and it's like really low. And I think it's really funny. And I know that Hunter didn't end up hearing. No, it. I missed that. Cause I was like, like th- a scene later or something. I was like, have they not even mentioned that they broke the door? Like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, no, no. She actually owned up to it. Which this is why people hate Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I could totally see Sam Elliott being like, you know, well, I cleaned it up. I put all the glass, you know, whatever. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to go into town and replace that glass myself. Like, Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody gots to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she tells them and, the and you know, Nurse Adams is like, oh, you know, a maid will go up. She's like, oh, okay. And like, she leaves again. And then they all just kind of look at each other and then continue on with their meeting um, about like what's going to happen since Mr. Mount Olive is sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to, like, get a better understanding of, uh, okay, I guess he's really sick. Yeah, it's... Um, It's it's very weird. It's handled really weird. Because it's like, I don't know, like, on one hand, making it such a thing makes it weird. But, like, if they were just like, oh, you know, oh, he's sick. Like, if if he got out of the car and, you know, um, you know, Pete and Maggie were like, oh, what's what's the matter? And he was like, oh, I, I just don't feel well, or whatever. It would be less weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not like we, we as the audience would forget that happened. Right. right. I don't know. It's it's an odd choice to make it, like, it's a big secret. You know, when, when you finally see Jason Mount Olive again, you're like, this is something different. <laughs> Spoilers for the end of this movie. <laughs> when you finally see Jason Mount Olive again... He is Quado, the thi- <laughs> the thing from Quaid's or the you know thing from what's his name's fucking abdomen in Total Recall. Yeah, he is a like half melted beige muppet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, I would say um kind of reminiscent of the movie Basket Case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, kind of reminiscent of that. It's very drippy. Yeah. Like, he he does. He looks. He he's looks melty. Yeah. He looks like you left your uh, boglin on top of the stove. He, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. There were boglins, y'all. We no, only we were just talking about this because <laughs> it's uh, we're recording this in uh, October, yes. and um, we've been watching a lot of uh, old spooky commercial blocks on YouTube, and there is definitely one for boglins. Yeah, and I didn't know what they were, but yeah, they're like great. little little puppet goblins that you could put on your hand, and according to the commercial, blame all your sins upon. That <laughs> is what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. it's just some kid being like. Or, you know, the mom is like, who did this? Like, broke the lamp or tracked mud in the house or ate the pizza or whatever the fuck. And he's like, I guess it was the Bowglin. Like, it's this <laughs> fucking goofy-ass kid. She's like, yeah, sure. All right, great. <laughs> cool, Cameron. Wonderful. Yeah, great. I'm so glad I bought you this toy that you've now used to torment me. Yeah. I mean, that's anything that, like, makes noise or flashes lights or Bowglins does anything didn't do cool. that. 
they just allowed you to plausible like, deniability yeah like a <laughs> as ther- a commodity like a therapy puppet yeah you could talk to it and tell it all your secrets like oh i God. really want more pizza and then the boglin could go and steal the pizza and, then and you'd you be like pizza. i didn't do it against the boglin did it i don't know <laughs> so you have, you have pepperoni hanging out of your mouth cameron is it time that, that was my pepperoni i bought it with my newspaper root money Avoid the Noid, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. I heard about the Noid. He's a real bad dude. <laughs> um, I yeah. like Cameron. Yeah. This like weird, <laughs> this weird little kid troll. Yeah. Uh, by the way, brother in basket case name Belial. Belial. Yeah. Belial. I knew it was, yeah, I knew it was something like weirdly like Wh- biblical, biblical sounding. Yeah. Would have yeah. never remembered that. Yeah. No, I looked it up. What's upsetting is While I definitely Hunter was talking about Boglins. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. What's upsetting is like I definitely referenced Belial by name like not more than a week ago. Yeah. No. And today I am just like unable to think of man. My brain is just like garbage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Everything fair. sucks forever. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Too much stress. Not enough sleep. I'm aging rapidly. <laughs> Oh, just like Jason, <laughs> Jason Mount Olive. Jason Mount Olive. Oh my god, Jason Mount Olive is living in 2020. Change my name to Cameron Mount Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> my name's Cameron Mount Pizza. Mount Pizza. <laughs> One of you's gonna inherit my life force. I know you don't want it, because who could, but... <laughs> oh, goodness. It's not up to you. <laughs> Boglin's gonna graft itself to your arm. It's literally like the Boglin is literally <laughs> Quato on your abdomen. Oh my god! So I think at this point, the last of the guests have arrived, uh, including um, Blofeld and isn't there another lady? What's her name? Barbara. Barbara. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're all socialites, and they're all slightly different, but European socialites. Yeah, they're all rich. Like, yeah. Very rich. You know, like and, and, yeah. guillotine rich. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, Clive so, arrives. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of all of these people have arrived, and uh, oh, this is when um, the Mount Olives had a long history of survival at Ravenhurst gets uh, said because they're in the portrait gallery, and Maggie yeah. is walking around She's with like, wow, one of the other guests. I can't remember which one. Yeah, but they're they're talking, and he's like, "Oh, well, they've had a long history of survival at Ravenhurst." Ravenhurst. But yeah, and then the final guest arrives, and it's it Clive. Is, it is Clive. This is Roger Daltrey, Daltrey. <laughs> playing just Roger Daltrey. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his name is Clive, but he they they make mention of like he's the music yeah. business in yeah. Europe. <laughs> they're like, you know, he's like, I'm in the music business, and they're like, he is the music business. I mean, like he's yeah, he's he's a slightly exaggerated rock star archetype, but he's basically just Roger Daltrey, just yeah, like well, fucking strutting it up. I it's mean, a lot also, of fun. The yeah. Who invented the rocker archetypes, I destroying guess. the instruments I mean, and I the, guess. the you That's know, a, you know, the argument could be made. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of the things that are associated with like that level of stardom is shit that the Who did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think that this was, you know, made in England. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I feel like they were like, well, what's like the most like recognizable like musician we could afford? Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. were like, oh, Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. And like, um, he's pretty good in this. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. His yeah. death scene, which we'll get to in a little bit, is like really fun and he's really good in it. Like, yeah. 
absolutely my joke was that so he shows up and he's you know the, the harry's like i'll take your bags to your room sir and he takes up and um clive is like <laughs> you can't i know you can't not say it that way clive clive, clive. clive. Is uh, like kind of coming on to Maggie, like not in a super aggressive way, just like oh hello, whatever. He doesn't and have to be super. Aggressive. Yeah, yeah, no, he's Roger Daltrey. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, he has the charisma and looks of Roger Daltrey uh, in 1978. So do it all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got shows up with like an open shirt, just like yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, I'll show you around the grounds a little, bit. you know, like whatever. And my joke was that he should follow uh, Harry because he's like, he's like, well, he might put my put my things in the wrong room. He's fooled me before, and I won't be fooled again. <laughs> yes. Again, if I wrote this, I would have filled it with who puns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah. Never say exactly what Clive does or who he is, just yeah. that he is the you know music industry. And so it would just, be yeah. really fun if you then filled all things about him with who references. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Um, oh, let's go to the game room. I'm a bit of a pinball, pinball wizard. wizard. <laughs> yeah. Like the you know Maggie turns a corner, he's like stomping his foot, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I just killed Boris the Spider." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh my goodness, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're talking about regeneration. Oh, boom. I made this joke last night, but it was worth repeating because it's mm-hmm. applicable. There you go. I like it. Sure. Um, yeah. So like. Clive is, (laughs) you know, kind of hitting on Maggie. And at this point, um, Pete has kind of wandered away and he ends up in the swimming pool, like room. Yeah. The pool Uh, room. It is. It's a balcony overlooking this like gorgeous pool with a, an elaborate crest like painted or tiled on the bottom. Yeah. Which we find out later is like a phoenix. Or a griffin or something. It's definitely a bird and fire. Yeah, I thought it could have been a griffin because it was a bird head. But then when you see like the rings and other things, it's definitely fully a bird. Yeah. And yeah, probably a phoenix because of the uh, rebirth imagery Uh, and fire. And also, yeah, it's frequently um, white on top and red on bottom. So yeah. that would be like flame. That makes sense. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And but it's done that like old British crest kind of way of like how, you know. Yeah, the heraldry. Yeah. Yeah. So like the weird, like, you know, the way the lions look and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very. He's got janky eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so Sam Elliott's like, uh, you know, staring at this hot woman doing laps in a pool. Oh, and you get to drink because it's got a bird on the bottom. Oh, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's, which, who's this? This is, uh. Maria. Maria. Yeah. 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 So he's like standing there. They're like kind of flirting, not really flirting, but just like, you know, yeah. some flirty banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Maggie comes in and it's like, oh, you know, we should go, whatever. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, just browsing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just browsing. I fucking love it. That's good. <laughs> and she kind of laughs at it too. She's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, oh, Pete. Good old fucking dripping sex appeal Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good old horn dog Pete. <laughs> Uh, do you know that, um, Sam Elliott and Catherine Ross, they met on the set of this film and mm-hmm. got married and are still married. What? Yeah. I did not know no! that. No! Yeah. <gasps> I think they're still We could married, totally but, get them yeah. to do a remake of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll yeah. talk more about that later. Yeah, the end of this episode is going to be us soft-pitching a sequel to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Oh, yeah, they got married um, in 1984. Wow. So, like, six years after yeah. Yeah. this film. And, yeah, are still married. That's amazing. That's I awesome. love that. Yeah. Congratulations, you guys. Yeah, seriously. Good job, two hot people finding yeah, each other. Really. <laughs> yeah, finding love in a hopeless place. Uh-huh. Now I'm Rihanna. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, during this part, I have in my notes um, that this is where, like, all of the other guests are talking to each other. Yeah. Um, I think and... around here is the first time I heard a mention of The Six. Yes. Yeah, so I think that they leave the pool room and then they come into, like, the, I don't know, parlor or wherever everybody else is. Yeah. And they're kind of, like, talking about something called The Six. Yeah. And this is where you can start to figure out that, like, maybe these people are rich for very terrible reasons, namely Nazi, <laughs> Nazi gold. gold. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> Nazi gold profiteers. It's what it seems like. Right? Like, that. that's what I got. I was just like... Wait, is that what they're saying? It's definitely some <laughs> Luminati type shit. But yeah, so they, it seems like they may have uh, profiteered off the war. Yeah. Um, which is... Which one is up to you? Yeah, any, all, all, I would say, probably. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, that's not great. And like, you can tell by like, everything they're talking about, it seems like m- these people own a good portion of like things <laughs> yeah everything yeah, yeah. It, it is like allison said like it's it's kind of the illuminati conspiracy myth you know yeah um, absolutely yeah these given... all these famous rich people right. are involved in some satanic cult yeah maybe they are maybe they're known as the six maybe mm-hmm. so yeah around this time is when they all pull off their skin and reveal that they're lizard people hashtag lizard truth absolutely that's not true um <laughs> um mad world so (laughs) god (laughs) um so this part coming up is like my is one of the the two scenes that i remember most about this movie yeah definitely in my notes when uh the pool room first showed up i'm like ooh, is somebody gonna have pool intentions and then pool intentions yes and then yeah we do get uh some shenanigans in the pool yeah except for the shenanigans in the pool is drowning yeah. Yeah, it's not really I've never, do, I've yeah. never seen Cruel Intentions, so I don't know if that makes sense. In that no, it's oh, okay. just, yeah. There, it's not actually as good of a quip as it's... Oh, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I was just like, wait, does something like... Uh, no, well, also, uh, I used to get Cruel Intentions and Fatal Attraction confused in my head, so oh. I definitely watched Cruel Intentions more times than I meant to, because... So here's the thing, is I'd never seen Fatal Attraction, but I'd seen Cruel Intentions before, and then I watched Cruel Intentions at least two more times, thinking that I was seeing the one I hadn't seen yet <laughs> are you sure you're talking about cruel intentions with ryan Philippe and yes and really? i got it confused with fatal attraction with glenn close and uh, uh um oh God. michael douglas michael douglas yeah with the the bunny stew thing yeah yeah those are the things that i she knew cooks about a rabbit in it. She yeah cooks his pet rabbit yeah oh that's fucked up yeah he has an affair with Glenn Close, and then she gets crazy. About Michael it. Douglas spent uh, a lot of the late nine or late eighties into the early nineties being like dude that has an affair that like ruins his life. That was like the plot of many Michael Douglas movies. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good at it. Um, and yeah, Michael Cruel Douglas. Intentions is also a taut, sexy thriller, but in different ways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
and that's more known for the uh, leg crossing during the interrogation. That's yeah. not cruel intentions. Oh wait, then what is that? That's basic instinct. Basic instinct. Then what's that's cruel what intentions? That's what I'm fucking asking you. Oh, that's wait. what I was like. Cruel oh, intentions no, wait, is starring no. teenagers. Right? No, cruel intentions is the fucking Ryan yeah. Philippe. Oh no, you're right. And Reese Witherspoon, which is what oh. I said, and you said yeah, 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 and okay. I was like, okay, I don't see how you wow. could confuse those two movies from wow. two totally different eras with two totally different ages yeah. of casts. No. Okay. So apparently, there's a lot of things I confuse. Yeah. See, Basic Instinct <laughs> yeah. and Fatal Attraction, yeah. I kind of get yeah. confusing because yeah. they came out around the same time yeah. and are like sexy thrillers. Okay. But yes, Cruel Intentions is again, it's basically Les Cousins Dangereux. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So like, yeah. that's why yeah. I was like, you confused those no. two? So I think I have a, a bigger thing now where it's like a confused... Uh, everything with <laughs> everything fatal else. Fatal Attractions and Basic Instinct in, in terms of like visuals and stuff like that and then basic instinct and cruel intentions with their Name. actual fucking titles yeah so anyway pool um pool intentions it almost seems like it iced over all of a sudden or whatever yeah where, it's an invisible yeah. force wall yeah. in the pool that stops maria yeah yeah from from surfacing yep and then she drowns yeah. but the way it's shot is super fucking cool yeah and very like i don't know it's just it looks really neat <laughs> yeah um it's a lot of like the camera is underwater like just under the surface of the water um so you get a lot of like the distortion of like the the surface like sloshing around mm -hmm. and stuff and i'm assuming they put just like a plexiglass or a glass thing in there and she yeah. was like pressing up against it yeah. very close to the camera and it's, it's there's, really there's definitely one point where her like nose is smushed yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. just like oh yeah the the, the uh, director was definitely like press on it more so we can tell that you can't just swim yeah and so yeah it was like she's got her hands pressed against it but she's like you know swimming like underwater so like it's hard to keep pressure against a thing yeah. long enough for like your hand like your palms to like flatten up against it yeah, yeah. so yeah then there's just like uh, her just like grinding her face into it <laughs> yeah and then there's some cool shots of which it might have been an effect or whatever but like it like warped like yeah. water, and it's real cool and then there is a shot of like the camera surfacing from under the water and you see somebody like uh, it's one of the servants like looking down watching her drown in the thing it might be harry but i'm not sure yeah. I don't actually recall, but yeah, there was Yeah, I don't there. remember who it was. Yeah, it's somebody yeah. watching from the balcony, Ooh. and then they, like, turn and leave. Yeah. Although, I mean, this is a thing that I didn't realize to start keeping track until the next, like, death or two, but uh, usually the cat's there. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we oh, mentioned, yeah, there's know. all these little fluffy, like, I, I there's this white fluffy cat with yeah. uh, heterochromia, which means uh, each eye is a different color. Yeah. And then there's also just a bunch of other cats. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like just the one white cat is like the important cat. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is, there are many cats in this house. Yeah. But so the white cat is usually, if not always present during these or shortly death, after, yeah. yeah, experiences. Yep. Um, because, I mean like, you know, yeah. we can yeah. spoil the movie. It's yeah. Fine. Because the white cat is Adam's. Yes. Um, something, something, witchcraft, Satanism, something. Yeah. Transformation. Yeah. Um, yeah. the, she can shapeshift. Yeah, yeah. just into a cat though. She's always in white. The cat's white. Yeah. and then uh, the heterochromia. You you yeah. said I didn't catch yeah. that it was on her glasses. Yeah, she's got these weird like half moon glasses, and the one side is blue, and then the other side is like yellowy hazel, whatever. I noticed it because I was just like, "What the hell is wrong with her glasses?" And then Allison pointed out that it was like the cat's eyes. And yeah, I was the, like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, yep. the cat's eyes. I caught. I I guess I. 
I just either didn't notice it or chalked it up to like, oh, it might be a weird reflection or something. Right. Yeah. See, mine. But like, she. But then, they, they, but then they Allison made showed... fun of us, you guys. <laughs> Crystal was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. And Allison's like, do you guys even watch movies? <laughs> Well, because also, because also, you missed some of the birds, all right? Did I? Yeah. The guy's like, ooh, bird oh. on the car. Ooh. There's a little crest on the driver's side of the car. I saw on that. On the door. Oh. All right. I thought you missed it. And so I think that Adams runs into the room that everybody's in and is just like, there's been an accident. Like, very, like, not in a rush. No, no, no. She's like... <laughs> There's been a terrible accident in the pool room or whatever. The water closet. In the water closet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam Elliott, having just been in there and knowing that, like, a hot lady was in there, yeah. he, like, rushes back. And uh, the entrance to the pool room is up on this balcony, and then you have to go down, like, a set of stairs yeah. to get to the that pool That look room. like they have been there for one million years. They look, they're marble, and they have all these, yeah. like, divots in them and i'm just like jesus oh yeah they definitely look like errol flynn has swashbuckled on them <laughs> like for sure um yeah and he you know and they're just all looking from the balcony down and this woman's just floating in the pool and he's like jesus somebody get her out of there and he like runs down and it hops in the pool and it's awesome yeah yeah he jumps over he jumps from the like the fifth stair from the top he yeah. jumps down into the pool deck and then jumps into the pool grabs her drags her out and He's, she gone. He's wearing his uniform from the entire movie that's just like uh denim, you know, like jeans with like knee high brown leather boots. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and he's like ready to a, kick some ass. A, yeah. a chambray shirt. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, and and then I don't remember when it, I think it was after that. I think it was during the shootout, but it was when we we developed now our house goal, which is to find someone to convince Sam Elliott to get on Cameo so that we can pay him to read the Gunslinger's Oath from the Stephen King Dark Tower books. <laughs> uh-huh. Because can you think of a more perfect thing than that? No! No, that's amazing. Sam yeah. Elliott is the Roland we all deserve, God damn it! I mean, I love you, Idris Elba. Yeah, but oh, for sure. Oh, I was Sam... pleased with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but Sam Elliott is, mm-hmm. is the Gunslinger yeah. that I've had in my head since... I... When I read The Gunslinger, I was like, oh, it's just Sam Elliott. Yeah. yeah and, and it, I would as... also have been very pleased with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and as the book goes on, like, you know, more people kind of refer to him as looking like Clint Eastwood, and I'm like, nah, nah in Sam my head Elliott. it's Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. broke thinking, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, open petition well, to Stephen King to go back and add just a couple of lines of dialogue or, you know, a couple of lines of prose each of the Dark Tower books about Roland's luscious mustache. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We deserve it. Mm-hmm. We deserve it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. We, we waited so long for all of those books. Mm-hmm. So she drowns. Um, someone makes the, someone's like, she wouldn't have drowned. She's like a champion swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's, that's odd. And, yeah, and they somebody, were like, oh, she must have hit her head on the bottom. I was going to say, somebody floated that and, you know, Sam Elliott. And everyone like, was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, everybody but Sam Elliott and to a lesser extent, Maggie are like, oh, all right. Back to the party then. Yeah. And then they leave. And Sam Elliott just kind of is like, no, I saw her dive. Like, no way. Right. And she was like, did you, do you think she hit her head? And he's like, there wasn't a mark on her. And you're like, ooh. Intri- I mean, we saw her drown from we nothing. Right. Yeah. But like, ooh. Yeah. He's yeah. on to something. Yeah. <laughs> my next note is welcome to my medical nightmare. Uh, yeah, I mean that's We uh, haven't seen this much medical equipment since the Iger, Iger sanction. sanction. Yeah. Yeah, that's my note is that uh uh Jason looks like 
Mr. Dragon from the Iger Sanction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's in a fucking... Uh, a Nazi albino with bad blood and I don't know other things. Y- yeah, you don't see him. No, you... they they let you know that you're gonna see him later and it's gonna really be something. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing is they all get called up to Jason's, like, room yeah. and you go in and it's like... There's a partition, and then you go past that, and it's just, like, all this medical equipment and, on a tile floor, and he's in, like, an oxygen, like, tent. Like, everything kind of, like, um... It's, like, semi-opaque plastic. Yeah, so you can't, you can't really, like, see yeah. him at all, but you know he's there. Yeah, Because yeah. then he starts talking. And he talks like this. And he calls Maggie over, and he's talking to her, and he, he slips this ring on her finger after explaining that, like, Everyone that has wears this ring, whatever. Yeah, and it's it's the is the power has the power of Satan. Will be one, rich beyond their wildest imagination. Right, and, and one stuff. will be chosen, and like he lays all this out at, in this like creaky old man deaf voice, and uh, then like you see his hand when he grabs her hand, and it's like <laughs> a gnarly old claw. Yep. It's so good. Also, if I like, I want my nails to look like that yeah like i want to get them done to be that pointy and that like matte yeah they're like they're like a real like ugly grayish brown color yep and they're pointy and i love them they're the perfect like witch halloween nails yeah Mm. you'd spear so many candies corns i absolutely would you know how many grapes i have eaten off of my nails in my time oh man it's a lot that's a real, like, it's a real Disney villain, like, scar thing yeah. to do. <laughs> You're telling me. It's that's, hot, too. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, uh, she immediately starts trying to take this ring off. Yeah, and, which, and the faints. ring is... Yeah, well, she oh, sees his face bird. and faints. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah so, we don't see his no, face, No, no. Like, she, you get a shot of her, like, opening the curtain... And then you see a reaction shot of her face being like, (gasps) and then it's just her uh, overhead shot of her like fainting. She tries to get the ring off and she can't. Like immediately tries to pull it off. Yeah. And she's like, I can't get this ring off. We have to get out of here. And this is like when, you know, now she wants to leave. So Sam Elliott's being like, oh, let's just calm down. And he's like, well, you're, you know, he's like, you're clawing at your hand. You know, your finger's probably all swollen. Just relax. You'll get the ring off. You know, like whatever. Oh, he, he's like following one of the nurses around here. She leaves the room. He's like, hey, I'm talking to you. And he follows her out. And it's just the cat in the hallway. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay. I figured out what's going on. Yeah, here. I was like, because the they alluded to this before mm-hmm. where, like, you thought there was going to be a nurse here and the cat's just wandering around. And I was like, I'm not sure what they're doing. If it's like, a, I heard what sounds like the nurse, but it was just the cat. Or yeah. if they were doing, like, no, 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 the cat is the nurse. Like, right. So, yeah, I, I guess it's Adam's uh, if it's only her that can turn into the cat. Um, for some reason, I thought there was multiple nurses and there were multiple white cats, but that doesn't make any sense. So you're both probably definitely right. Um, and he's like, I was talking to you, and then she's, it's just the cat. And he, like, doesn't notice it, really. He just, yeah. like, walks past the cat, like, where'd she go? Yeah. A similar thing happens, I think it's also around here, where he's trying to follow Harry. Yeah. And Harry goes into a door, but when Pete opens it, it's, it's like a broom, broom closet. closet. Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, all right. And... Again, I was still, at this point, still definitely under the impression this was, like, a vampire movie. So I was like, oh, like, castle, like, secret door thing. Like, maybe there's, like, you know, you you move one of the brooms and it's, like, a fucking, the thing slides open. You know. The amount of fireplaces in this movie, there is not a single spinning one. 
No. Yeah. And that would be a lot of fun. It yeah. would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my next note says, some boring stuff and then an arrow in a car. I think I can explain it because my note between that and Blofeld shoots an arrow at Pete yeah. is gaslighting Maggie. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, Got it. It's Adam's uh, talking to Maggie and Maggie being like, hey, things are a little weird, right? Like, She's like, no. No, and, Yeah, and Adam's just like, no, no, no. Like, that's not a, you shouldn't be concerned. It's not really a problem. And she's like, but, I, I, you know, this is all very weird. And, like, the old man got sick real quick and the lady died. And there's, like, almost no way she would have drowned because she's, like, a good swimmer. And, like, Adam's oh. like, ha, ha, ha. What? What lady? Anyway, I'm not a cat. I don't know why would you say that. Uh, and she's <laughs> just like, yeah. Do we also see them, like, dump her body in, like, a ditch or something? Oh. At some point. Marie? I, I didn't know Yeah, I that. definitely did yeah, not. Yeah, I thought that there was a, a th- oh, short thing of them, like, throwing, like, some wrapped human-sized object into, like, a culvert or something. That makes sense. It does. I didn't I didn't see that. Okay. I mean, I might have been taking notes. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, Blofeld and Carl are out. Uh, I don't remember Blofeld's actual name, but it's Blofeld. Y'all know Blofeld. Yeah. Um, Carl is Blofeld. No. No. I thought Carl was the other guy. No. I don't know who the other guy is. Boy, I wish we could listen back to the podcast oh when earlier I was like, yeah, it's Blofeld and the and the girl oh. Maria, right? And you're like, no, it's Carl. And I was like, oh, okay. You're like the whatever land magnate or whatever. I thought that was the oh. skinny guy. No. Um, sorry. I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, That's wait. Um, Jacques. Jacques is the other guy. Sure. Okay. All right, so it's Carl, which is Blofeld. Yes. And Jacques, which is the other dude. Yes. yes. Um, so the two of them are out uh, using a crossbow to shoot at targets while... Pete is trying to talk to Harry, the the driver, about, like, securing a ride out of here. Harry, the whole time, he and Pete kind of have this, like, it's like, yeah, bro, you know, like, we're, we're just a couple of working men, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, you're gonna help me get out of here, right? And, and Harry's like, anything you want, sir. Like, I'll drive you into town, no problem, sir. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna go inside and get Maggie. He's like, sure. And then a fucking crossbow bolt hits the door. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, like, you know, it's right between, uh, you know, Sam Elliott and Harry. And Harry just goes, that was a close one, sir. <laughs> like, and it's really kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, and Sam Elliott, like, pulls it out of the door. And uh, Jacques is trying to, you know, he's like, oh, I guess it just got away yeah. from you, huh? Yeah. You know. Car- Carl, you're such a bad shot, you know? Yeah. yeah and I was ha, like, ha, ha, ha. Definitely not on purpose. They, they also definitely do crossbow vision of him, yeah. like, turning, like, a good, like, 90 degrees oh, away yes. from the target. The target's to then, nowhere yeah. near them, yeah. Yeah, to then hit the car. Yeah, it's not an accident. Yeah. He was clearly aiming. I definitely noticed the target when the helicopter was landing. Oh, yeah. And, and in my head was just like, oh, that looks like a target, you know? Well, that's so like, the helicopter knows where it landed. Well, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, because it just, it looks like a circular, like, straw thing from behind, but it kind of reminded me of, like, the targets in um, the Disney's Disney... Robin Hood. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the lolly. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when it came back around, I was like, "Oh, we're actually using it. All right." Yeah, yeah. Sam Elliott manages to not do maybe the one big cowboy thing, which would be just to knock Blofeld the fuck out. Yeah. Because like I feel like if you were was... calling for him to hit somebody for a while, dude, I'm not really a violent person, but if anybody fires a crossbow at me and they miss, they're getting knocked out. Yeah. That's I fair. think you even said that. You come at the king, you better not. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> again, it's not like he was near the. 
in another movie, in a different movie, like, they would be talking, like, you know, people like, hey, can you drive me out of here? And Harry would be like, let's not talk out here. Let's yeah. go around the side of the house. And that would be kind of near where the target is. Yeah. Right. So then there'd be plausible deniability that, like, I was aiming at the target and the wind took it or something. Yeah. Right. But this is, like you said, fucking, like, it is 90 Very degrees clear. away from where he should be aiming. Yep. So it's clear he, and besides, we actually get, like you said, a point of view shot of him aiming, but, like, there's no way it was an accident. Right. No. And if I was Sam Elliott, I'd be like, well, there's no way this was an accident, right. so I'm knocking you out. Yeah. I'm cleaning your clock. And Although I have definitely been in a couple of those situations in my life where I'm like... You've been shot at by a crossbow? No. I was but gonna say, you're th- keeping really interesting stories from me. No, but things where it's like, this in no way was an accident, however, I do not have proof that it wasn't. Were you in high school? Yeah. Doesn't count. Okay. Well, now we're getting to the good, meaty bits. Yeah. He tries to come back out with Maggie, and Harry has already left with the car. Harry is driving away. Yeah. Blofeld is, again, just standing there, like, right by, you know, the driver's, where the driver's side door was. And he, you know, he's just like, ho, 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 guess he'd left without you. And, like, Sam, I thought Sam Elliott was going to chase the car down. Right, yeah. Uh, Because he does start running, and then he just gives up on it, but... This is when they go steal horses, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah straight up cowboy shit, yeah. man. It's great. Uh, yeah, they, he gets Maggie onto a horse, and then he tries really hard to get himself onto a horse, and it takes way longer than I think it probably mm-hmm. normally would. Would, yeah. And I don't know if it was one of those things where they were like, do this badly, or if he was just, like, having an off day. Yeah, because yeah, um, they, they just, like, sneak into the stables, and he, like, saddles up the horses, like, real quietly, and all the, like, staff, as well as the other members of the six, are like, where'd they go? And they're, like, looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so Grand when they... theft equine. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they, like, you know, come riding horses out of the stables, there's all these, like, you know, dudes there. And the one dude does the best thing ever that I can't believe I've never seen in a movie before. Uh-huh. He's got one of those old straw brooms, and he lights it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then tries to fucking, like, light... Sam Elliott on fire, and Sam Elliott kicks him in the face. I thought he was trying to spook the horse with it. Oh. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That seems more likely to happen than setting a person on fire, but, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I just had a crossbow fired at. That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah, because, like, wouldn't he just be able to spook him with the broom? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, uh... I don't know anything about I'm not horses. a very good horse behaviorist. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's fair. Neither am I. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, like, but... okay, I would say fire would definitely spook a horse. A broom... Might? I, it might? I mean, to me, I'm like, yeah, I could see that, but also maybe not. But, like, yeah. I feel like you poke anything at the face of a horse and they're not going to like it. Unless it's mm-hmm. a carrot. It's true. Maybe not. I guess if you're really aggressive with it, they probably oh, still yeah. might not. No, and then they're gonna bite you. It's a yeah. whole other thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. The flaming broom is awesome. Like, yeah. I, as soon as it happened, I was like, I can't believe I've never seen this before. It's so cool. Yeah. I definitely want to get a tattoo of a flaming broom. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah and then he kicks that guy. He punches another guy in the face. And then he. Oh, right. As they're like going out of the gates, he, he like <laughs> boots a guy. Into a fire. Yeah, the guy like There's falls. like a leaf burning pile yeah. or something. Yeah, the by, guy falls on yeah. a pile of flaming leaves and then it's just on fire and it's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. And yeah, they're like uh, riding horses all over the English countryside. But again, that fucking music comes yeah. back. Yep. So it's it's not the pop song, but it does sound very, very much close, like the pop song. Yeah. It's very like airy 
And like we said, like late 70s, post-disco, but it kind of has a disco sound to it. And yeah, the, the synths are very like twinkly and yeah. chimey. It's way more carefree than the situation yes. would, would then, give you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's weirdly like... Like, it sounds like Perfect Strangers is coming on. Yeah. Like, standing, standing tall on the wings of my dreams. Like, yeah, it's like that. Yep. Because what they do is they go into the town to try and, like, I'll just take my motorcycle. We'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Fucking Balky should have been the, <laughs> the mechanic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot fix your thing. My cousin, Larry Appleton, he took the carburetor into town. <laughs> like... Do oh motorcycles God. have a carburetor? I have no idea. What part is Probably. the carburetor? Oh, in I the think engine. it's the third tire, so no, they don't. <laughs> I was going to say, wouldn't you have a carburetor in a car? Oh, you're right. It's a motorcycle carburetor. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I am like 98% sure that anything with a motor has a carburetor. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, what a carburetor is I'm or does. I'm pretty sure a carburetor is for air filtration. Oh, okay. But I'm going to Google it and then uh, maybe correct myself so I don't sound like an asshole. Yeah, I don't drive, um, and I've never, for any prolonged period of time, operated anything with a motor larger than a vibrator. That's mm-hmm. fair. I had a weed whacker, but ah! I've logged very few hours on that thing. A carburetor is a device that mixes air and fuel for internal combustion engines in the proper air-fuel ratio for combustion. Mm-hmm. It is sometimes colloquial shortened to carb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, not quite an air filter, but I was not far nah, off. Nah, you nailed it, Braggot. Hell yeah. Boom, trash. Trash. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so they yeah they go uh, they go into the garage, and it's like a fucking motorcycle chop shop. Ooh, oh ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, they, they have that ooh. thing up on blocks in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's a satanic mechanic? Yes. Oh. Also, uh, the guy that. Hunter keeps referring to as Blowfield was in Rocky Horror Blofeld. Picture. Blofeld was yeah. in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he's what did you say? The medical examiner. No, he's a criminologist. Oh, criminologist. Yeah. yeah. So like the guy like doing the introduction yeah. at the beginning, where it's like you know, which I fucking yeah. I've seen I've seen both uh, Diamonds Are Forever and Rocky Horror Picture Show a ton. Never put it together. Never realized yeah, that either. was Blofeld. Yeah. Like, it's just such a completely different context that yeah. I yeah. never thought about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, we were talking about this not that long ago, it's the Indiana Jones, Han Solo. Yeah. Never realized they were the same guy when oh. I was a kid. Like, Oh. Yeah, I loved both those, you know, yeah. movies. And then at some point when I was like 12 or something, yeah. I was like, oh, holy shit, that's the same guy. I love that. And it blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I what I love the most about that is Hunter's like, there's going to be a kid, you know, who's a kid right now who's going to one day realize that Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes are the same guy and he's going to have a very similar yeah. reaction. Some kids will be like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever, by the way, is my favorite. I think my favorite of the Bond songs. Uh, are you saying the movie or the song? Song. Song. Yeah. Because yeah. song... Um, I love The World Is Not Enough, but the movie is garbage. Yes. Oh, the song is way better than the movie. Oh, um, like... I like Goldeneye, the song. Yeah? I really do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agree. I like Goldfinger, the song. Yeah. A lot of the older songs, you know. Yeah. Live and Let Die is great. Yes. But I think my favorite is Diamonds Are Forever. Right? Yeah. Live and Let Die, I think I also saw the most out of all the Bond. Because that's the voodoo-ish one. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, they had that on television a ton. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Where are we? They're getting so, ready to... Yeah. 
mechanic and the bike is like bike is part yeah. yeah. it, it is literally just a fork and a frame at yeah. this point there's nothing I think the wheels else to even it. bent yeah there's like, no wheel on it no no but i'm saying like i think the the front wheel is lying there oh bent yeah, in just, half yeah but yeah the whole yeah. it doesn't matter um and they see the car and they see that the JM1. Harry, yeah, the JM1. And they see that uh, Harry is inside a store, like, I don't know, talking Looking around. Yeah. yeah. Bullshitting with the, the person working. Uh, so they fucking steal that car, and there's, like, very triumphant music. Again, tinkly and doesn't make any sense, but it's triumphant. But it's triumphant, so it kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they steal this car, and he, he full up, like, watches them do it. Yeah. And does nothing. Yeah. No. Like, that's the whole movie. Everybody's always like, all right. That's a choice you're making. Mm -hmm. This is when they start driving around. And they're driving around for a while. The scene goes on for way too long. Yeah, the scene itself is a little too long. And, I I mean, yeah, objectively, I think that it's initially so long before the reveal that they're driving, they're driving, they're driving, and they're driving, and then they're back at the house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, shit. And initially, he's like, oh, we took the wrong road. And he's like, we have to go back, and they, you know, turn around, drive back, and then they're back at the house again. And then it just keeps getting shorter and shorter intervals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he, I think he that takes the... over and drives even faster and stuff, and he's tearing around corners and yeah. things. And yeah, all roads lead to Ravenhurst. They, yeah, they keep hitting the same like crossroad, and you know, he takes different forks, but they all end up, you know, back at Ravenhurst. They're um, driving around, and eventually, like <laughs> Maggie just pulls the car over and gets out, and she's like, I'm done. And just walks back to the house. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. It's a very final girl move. Yeah. In yeah. 1978. So, like, this is, what, the year that Halloween came out? Like, so this is, like, the same year that the the big, you know, major final girl thing is being codified. Like, Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting final girl move for Maggie to be like, we can't escape this. Like, whatever's going to happen has to happen here. And be like, I'm going back inside. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of cool. And, like, I think yeah. if you remade this or whatever... Like, today, that would be, like, a bigger moment. Like, a bigger sting of a moment. Um, It would probably be, like, the bottom of the second act, top of the third act, where it's like, you know, now I'm going to go face my destiny. That kind of thing. Yeah. I don't remember who says this. I wrote this down. I'm assuming it's Adams, uh, who says that the six who wear the rings are behooven to Jason. Yes. uh, I I believe it's Adams, but I have that in my notes as well. Because I was like, ooh, behooven. That's a a nice Satan-y word. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Is that the scene where they're badly butchering the chicken and she's reading Nursing Times? Yes. The... I think it's I around I think times. it's around there, yeah. Yeah, I think the I think the shot where they're butchering the chicken and yeah, she's reading Nursing Times in the kitchen is What when... is that quarterly? Like how <laughs> much how much news is there? Yeah, I like I, the, I like the idea that like she's like, "Ooh, the new 407s are in." It's like a syringe. Yeah, okay. Like, Look at yeah. that thumb grip. Mm. Oh, my next note. This is Clive's death. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Um, I have one more note that just says, again, the uninvited guest. So I'm guessing somebody refers to him as, yeah. oh, I think they say to him, like, you're not even supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah, I think this is like a thing where they're they're more openly talking about, like, yeah, the six. And he's like, there are seven of us. Yeah. And, and they're like, know. right, yeah. you are not supposed to be here. Yeah. yeah. After that, I don't have any oh. notes. Also. <laughs> Barbara comes in yeah. and is like, oh, I have, you know, clothes and stuff because, like, you don't have anything, uh, Maggie, and I thought you'd like to wear something nice for dinner, so just pick one. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
and Pick so that's dress. that's why she's in like this like you know fancy yeah really like, low back yeah low back with like a weird like pendant necklace and stuff yeah yeah for this clue like dinner scene it, yeah. it is very clue like yeah. yeah they had a weird pineapple thing oh we took it back to look at it again yeah, yeah. so i think what we settled on is it's some kind of amazing nacho bar yeah because <laughs> what so. it is it's a full-size pineapple in the middle of, I mean, I guess it's a tray, but you can't yeah. see any of the tray. Yeah, it looks like a trio of dips. Yeah, it looks like definitely guacamole. It's green, and then red, and then yellow. So I'm guessing like queso and guacamole and salsa. And uh, then punked. They're all yellow, or not yellow. They're all jello. <laughs> is what uh. I meant to say, but then for some reason I just. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 1978, so like. It probably yeah. is all yeah. yellow. It's probably you're probably yeah. not wrong. Um, but then it, it, those things are divided. By I couldn't tell what but it looks like. Looks like beans and rice. You said, oh, yeah. Oh, and that's what I said. Yeah, As you said, yeah, yeah. Maybe I thought it looked like um like big breadcrumbs, like croutons maybe. almost. It was just very oh, weird. I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was dough of some sort. Yeah, like a bread. Like you pull it apart and and dip yeah. it. Ooh, and I was like, pull apart bread's a very seventies yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, group meals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm intrigued. Right, and that's what the shot starts on. Yeah, like they're like, yeah, yeah, get a good shot of that pineapple thing. Yeah, and then we'll pan up to the rest of the dinner. So like, yeah, I was just like, the fuck is that? Why yeah. is there a whole uncut pineapple sitting in the center of it? And none of it seems to be pineapple related. No, right? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, they have ham, but it's not like pineappled ham. But and it's not part of that tray. I mean, no, no. yeah. yeah. Like well, and that's why it's when, weird to have that that's unrelated why when you, food in the middle of that tray. Yeah. When you mentioned it, I was like, "Oh, it's probably the ham." Yeah. Um, and then you went back, and I was like, "Oh, it's not like pineapple rings. No, it's no. like a whole ass pineapple." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just a got whole it. Pineapple. Well, and like, so Philadelphia's got a lot of pineapple um, imagery around it because yeah. pineapple is symbolic for welcoming, and that's the thing that they love to tell you when you're on school trips to like older colonial houses and shit yeah because they all have like door knockers and, yeah. and decoration um uh, yeah my house growing Dutch. up we yeah. actually had a little brass plate on our door that was a pineapple and yeah. said welcome underneath it and then yeah the big old knocker um maybe that's the welcoming pineapple yeah so i mean yeah. like you the know, pineapple of welcoming yeah i don't i don't know but is like, this all just the same day Ooh. I think it's got to be the next day. It has I think, to be, right? Yeah, I think, like, they're not really good at, like, establishing time. Time. Yeah, I think Maria dying well. in the pool was the first night. Yeah. yeah and then... Okay. And then... So the now next, it's almost the next yeah. night. Yeah, I yeah, think like the next I, day was them trying to leave and, like, the crossbow thing well, and yeah. Harry driving into town without them and stuff. Yeah, because I think, like, uh, you know, um, um, Pete was trying to get Maggie to, like calm down and go to bed when she was trying to get the oh, ring off her right, finger. Right, right, so right, I think right. that was probably yes. end of night one, just from context yeah, clues. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, they're, like, there's a big spread of food, and they very specifically talk about chicken. They're yeah. like, do you want chicken? And we do saw you her want chicken? butchering a chicken uh, when they, like, came back into the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, chicken... Can't miss it, by the way. Yeah, no, it is. No, yeah, it's some, like... Yeah, if you're uh, particularly or or whatever. if you're particularly like Squeamish. sensitive yeah. about like you know animal meat or animal like it's not a live chicken or anything, but it is a dead chicken and they are cutting the head off of it right in the camera. Yeah, well, yeah. and then also not like 
With not a, great. With a knife that's too small. Like, you should have a fucking cleaver I, in listen, there. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've, a steak knife I've never cut the head this. off a chicken, but yeah, it looked like it was too much knife. work. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. they make a big production of like making sure that you know that who's none of eating the, chicken. Who's eating chicken. And that's not Clive. Uh, yeah. Clive yeah. definitely chose the ham. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. He's very big the whole movie. Oh, okay. He's I like, thought... all right, baby. Like, yeah. he's very, like... It's great. It's a really fun performance, but... I thought yeah. you were mocking my accent. Work. No, no, that was actually pretty good. All right. Clive chose the ham. Yeah, he did. And so they're, like, talking, and he starts choking? Yeah. Like, and really, like, brutally. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It gets point... real grim yeah, yeah. And they do some good makeup effects on him they do where it's it. like progressively like he's getting like bluer and like more like uh, pain yeah like a pop a pop whatever apoplectic ap- ap- yeah apoplectic i think is the word yeah uh lacking oxygen yeah yeah yeah, it's it's really intense, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, yeah. he's choking." The camera yeah, work I, in this is good. It's very like close, and he's yes. like, you know, like moving around and wriggling and like trying to, you know, clawing at his chest, like bugging he can't his breathe. eyes out. Yeah, yeah, and the camera is like kind of staying in front of him, so it's like, you know, jittery, and yeah. yeah, it's really good. It was to the point where like I have in my notes, I wasn't sure if he was choking or poisoned because yeah, yeah. the only reason why I know is because I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, and this is the second uh, death scene in the movie that has stuck with me forever, mm-hmm. um, because they get Clive, Clive, um, up onto the dining room table, yeah. and Nurse Adams fucking does a tracheotomy on him yeah. with with I think the same the same <laughs> steak knife that she butchered that chicken with. Pete's like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, tracheotomy. It's a tracheotomy. Yeah. yeah, he's only got moments to live. Didn't take. Spoiler, didn't work. Yeah, yeah. she cuts his throat open. It's, like, off screen. Like, it's it's in profile, so you see, like, his, like, neck there, and the knife just disappears past it. Like, when uh, you're a kid and you get stabbed by putting the sword under your arm. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Um, yeah, like, it's bloody, but not No, no, no. And then, like, yeah, gross. they just there's just blood on the knife. Yeah. And whatever. You don't, it's not like you see them. There's no special anatomical special effects yeah. of them cutting into a throat or something. Right. Um, and then she's, like, holding a little chicken bone. And she's yeah. like, he choked on a chicken bone. But if you'll recall from two minutes earlier, um, he did not eat the chicken because no. a bunch of people said they didn't want chicken. Yep. He ate the ham. Yep. And uh, that starts getting discussed as well. Um, they're just like, he didn't eat a chicken bone. What's going on here? Like, It's such a weird thing in this movie that like Maggie has to then, you know, Maggie's been talking to Pete and she's like, this thing happened and this thing happened. And you know, Clive just choked to death on a chicken bone, but he ate ham. And it's yeah. just such a weird, I mean, like, yeah, it makes sense or anything. It's just, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing to have to point out in a movie. Like, yeah, well, I think like they're, they're ratcheting try- up yeah. the supernatural aspect. Right. And yeah. they're, they're yeah. trying very hard to make sure that you, the audience have all the information. Yeah. You know? So they're, they're sort of hand holding you a little bit. Well, that's so, so it's a little awkward feeling. Right. But yeah. okay. But by, and like I understand it's also like a budgetary constraint like they you know mm-hmm. I'm sure they couldn't do anything like wild you know they're like oh yeah. we'll keep the budget down so it'll just be he chokes on it whatever but couldn't they just have the dinner just be ham like why even have chicken as an option because at this point well, we're not we're it's... not continuing the like maybe it's not supernatural ruse like we're into the end of the movie like we're you know we're getting there yeah I mean I think it's one of those things where like they're doing what they can to like you know 
plausible deniability. Yeah. Be like, oh, that's... no, he definitely ate chicken. That's how he choked on this chicken bone. Mm-hmm. Um, because they that's the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, Maria must have just dove too deep and, like, she well, that... hit her head on the bottom That's what I was going to say. I don't remember anybody, like, say, voicing that opinion that, like, oh, I'm sure he must have ate chicken then. Or something. Uh, I think, I don't remember, but someone, I, I think Nurse Adams is just like, oh, well, it, you know, it's from the chicken he ate, or, or yeah, something like that. Maybe. I, I think it's one of those things where, like, yeah, they need to come up with a way to show you what's going on without, like, telling you what's going on, and I guess this is the best way. But this is the thing that, like, this scene, more than anything else, stuck out in my head. Like, I would always be like, Mom... What's that movie where the dude eats ham, but he dies from a chicken bone? <laughs> um, and my mom's like, legacy, got it. So yeah, I don't, it's one of those things where I was just like, I thought it was so weird because I was like, oh man, he was eating ham and he choked on a chicken bone. How's that happen? <laughs> of course, great. I was like very young. Mm-hmm. So um, now I'm like, oh right, Satan. He can do anything. He can do anything. Uh, so this is where um, Maggie discovers the mystery portrait is of her mm-hmm. as Margaret de Havilland or whatever what'd you yeah. say it begins the W oh, Margaret Worcestershire sauce yes uh, Walsingham so Margaret yeah Margaret Walsingham so then Carl I think he is talking to Maggie yeah yeah, uh, yeah. in they're the portrait talking, room they're talking in the portrait room and he's like trying to be like hey there's some stuff happening that yeah, he gives her a little bit more backstory yeah Mm-hmm. And they're and you know they're talking. I think this is where he mentions that Margaret Walsingham was burned yes. at the stake by yeah. Elizabeth the first. By Elizabeth yes. the first. So a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, Just a bit. And but she had a son. Yeah, with Mister Mount Olive. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord Mount Olive. Whatever. The Duke of Olives. Um, <laughs> Maggie is, like, shaken up because, yeah, the portrait looks exactly like her right now. Like, it even has, like, a very similar hairstyle to her hair as it was done up for the party and stuff. Mm-hmm. Her, and the dress her, is the same. Her elegant hairstyle. is yeah. the same. So it looks everything. exactly like yeah. her. And it's real creepy. So, um, yeah, she leaves the portrait room and Blofeld Carl is just standing right in front of the fireplace, like, pondering. And I think he might have a drink with him. I don't remember. Yeah, but. and I think he goes cool. to, like, stoke the fire a little bit and... A but log, it, like, rolls out. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's mean, just like... Bef- before this, though, he gave her the book that was uh, Lady Walsingham's, like, oh, diary or right. whatever. Oh, I thought that was late. Oh, I, I, I didn't think he gave it to her, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a log, like, rolls out of the fire, and he gets the tongs and, like, puts it back in, and then the the fireplace just, like, belches flames out on him. Yep. Yeah. It's like a flamethrower. And then there's a great, like, guy, burning stuntman in a suit you yeah. know stunt and it's and wild. decent for the time yeah, fire yeah. effects on yeah. uh blofeld carl yeah yeah they, they like superimpose like fire uh over you know him and they do some like makeup effects of him like screaming kind of burned and melted you know it's yeah. pretty cool um yeah. and it's really not that graphic it's just like again like 1978 like a couple of years later and this would have been pretty gruesome like, um, yeah, yeah more gruesome little you know but like this isn't bad it's more like it's a it's a very dry like horror to it, yeah. you know. Um, it's really more about depicting like their horrified expressions on their faces than it is about like showing gore or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. It's 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 a neat you know a neat way to approach effects like this. That, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he's just fucking burned up. 
Yeah. And then, like, I, I don't know, whatever, five minutes later, somebody, uh, it might be Pete, comes back into the room. or maybe... they, they both do. Yeah. Because yeah. and... she's like, hey, look what he gave me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's to, right. Yeah, he this, did. You have to yeah. see this portrait. This portrait. You know, and it, then she's like, wait, where did he go? Yeah, yeah he she, was just here. But there's no... Nothing's burnt no, at all? No. There's no it, body. There's no smell, I no, guess? Yeah, there's no yeah, body. Yeah, I was expecting him to damage. find his smoldering corpse on the carpet and they or, don't. Or something yeah. like a burned... Yeah, the, the edge of the rug is burned or yeah. something. None of it. Or yeah, there's just like a burn mark in the shape of like a per- vaguely a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing. It's a smoldering shoe. <laughs> but she's like, apparently, it has not been long enough because she was like, he was just here. I don't know where he could have gone. Yeah. And I feel like if it had been any like more than a couple of minutes, she wouldn't say that because she'd be like, oh, he, he must just have went right. somewhere else. Yeah. He could have yeah. walked anywhere because this is a house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And then like for that for for I guess the house, the magic of the house or something. To, like, vanish him is fine and, and, and all that. But then it's weird because, like, it like ten minutes we see them disposing of his body. Yeah. Yes. Which is just a bag of hot meat. <laughs> they throw to dogs. Yeah, <laughs> that, like, they take out and, yeah, dump for the dogs. And uh, Sam Elliott sees it and is like, the fuck? And goes over and he's, like, looking at it. And he's, like, covering his face because it's disgusting, you know. And he sees, like, the little burn hand with the ring still on it, and he pulls the ring off. Yep. Yeah. And then the dogs, they release the hounds on him like fucking Mr. Burns. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And I, I legit thought he was going to die here. Yeah. Because yeah. it would have been, a, like, a cool turn at that moment for him to be like, oh, I know for sure. What's happening. That, yeah, something real bad's going on. Yeah. I can and... prove it because now I have this ring, and oh, I got eaten by dogs. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I was like, oh, damn, they're going to kill Sam Elliott. Um, but he like gets out of there, scrambles up a door, manages to not get eaten by dogs and hops over and you know, yeah, yeah it's awesome. While that's happening, Margaret's still in that portrait room and stuff, finding all these newspaper clippings about all of the yeah. things that people have been up to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like arsonist, you know, arsonist freed on technicality. And then it's like, you know, something about this and uh, yeah, it's all these like scandals yeah, that yeah, yeah. were involving our turns out the six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all of the, like, all of their deaths matched, like, the supposed scandals that they were connected with. Yeah, so we're told And she's that... just like, oh my god! Yeah, she rev- she tells, because at this point, Pete comes back, and he's like, you know... You'll they never... killed him. Yeah, you'll never guess what I, I found the ring, and hot Carl. Some... Yeah. Something, something about a hot Carl. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, I believe what you said last night <laughs> while we were watching the movie was that, that guy dropped his steaming hot car. Oh, yes. <laughs> to be fair, he was, though. It's yeah. all of that's literally true. It's absolutely true. But yeah, and she's like, well, check this out. Maria, you know, was a madam and one of her call girls drowned in a client's pool. Yeah. Carl was an arsonist. And, you know, this thing, um, Clive gave another musician pills and he choked to death on, on stage? stage, which is wild. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember any, any other, the details? I don't remember what Jock was. No. Those were the ones that stood out. Yeah, those are the yeah. three I remember, yeah. I mean, because those are the ones that you have context for yeah. right now. For murders. We still have a couple more people to dispatch. Murder. Murders. But yeah. Um, the book, the, the diary or whatever of Margaret Atwood. Um, oh my god. I, it's not staying in my head. Worcestershire sauce doesn't matter. It, Walsingham. 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 It's not Waltham, which is a town in Massachusetts, again. But uh, <laughs> Walsingham. That's how I'm going to remember it. Just uh, Waltham. <laughs> uh, isn't um, who's Mary Walsingcraft? Uh, no, 
Mary Wollstonecraft. Shelley. Shelley. Yeah, it's Mary yeah. Shelley, right? Yes. See, that's what that's what's hanging me uh, up is going like Wollstoneham craft. Craft ham? Craft ham. No. Worcestershire sauce. But so her diary like lays out the specifics of I, I mean, I guess like the curse, and, yeah, you know, whatever, however you want to refer to it. Yeah. But I'm the, a legacy. The, the, yeah, the I legacy. Will be passing my power on. Right. I'm a satanic yeah. witch, uh, and through the power of Satan, there will be six like sigil bearers or standard bearers, whatever, mm-hmm. however they're referred. Yeah. It's the six, and that's what the rings are, and that's the the phoenix logo thing that's everywhere. And one of them will be chosen to carry my soul forward, which we discussed a little bit at the front. But now that you have yeah. more context for it, probably you know mm-hmm. might make more sense. So yeah, they. You know, that's the whole thing is like the six standard bearers who I guess from when they get the ring up until like the night that the soul is going to pass along and this like little game happens. I guess they, you know, reap this tremendous evil, good, good, yeah, Yeah. good, good luck and and wealth and, you know, all this. Um, But then they all are required, they're behooven Mm -hmm. to come to the mansion and hang out and see what happens and see because there's yeah there's this little element of like kind of final destination to it Mm -hmm. where like death is stalking them kind of thing but it's it's got a judgment aspect to it like a lot of like later thrillers sure and stuff like where it's it's a not ironic but like a fitting punishment you know Mm -hmm. kind of thing so it's all it's all there's some really cool concepts in this um they're not super like elaborated on but it's it's in there it's interesting Mm-hmm. But yes, the reading that's on the stairs and stuff, and what what's the Jacques? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Jacques like comically like starts to walk around the corner and then goes Whoop! and then like backs <laughs> up so he can like spy on them, like yeah. peeping around the corner, and they're like, oh, you know, and 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 Maggie's reading the, the thing that I just kind of explained, like oh, and then like we're all you know we got the rings and the rings are, are the curse and blah, blah blah, and one of us and the soul and whatever. And Jacques is just kind of like. Well, this won't do it all. And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're gonna go and uh, try and leave again, I guess. Well, is that what? Why are they outside? Well, so first, there's the mirror explosion thing. Oh, right, that's Barbara. Um, gets Barbara yeah, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. Yes, and they notice that blood is dripping down a chandelier and into yeah. An glass this or is wild yeah this is one of the craziest things i've seen the yeah. whole sequence is nuts and yeah. great she's in her room and the mirror starts kind of distorting and yeah. stuff and she starts backing away and then it just shatters outward and she's impaled and with a bunch of shards of glass her. yeah it's yeah. I, I got very strong suspiria vibes from yes. it, yeah so. suspiria so, sure. or a similar thing happens in uh bride of chucky i think Okay. Oh, uh, that sounds right. With um, I think it's Alexis Arquette is in the bed. Oh, Alexis Arquette yes. is like a horror super fan. Like yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and, in bed under like a mirrored ceiling. Yeah. And uh, Chucky like breaks the mirror and it like impales yeah. them and yeah, yeah, right? Isn't that yeah? Because yeah, because that's Jennifer Tilly's boyfriend. Yes. In that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Queen babe Jennifer Ugh. Tilly. She's the love of my life. What was that movie thriller that she was in that we Bound? watched? Bound? Yeah, that was great. Bound is good. Yeah. Bound is... I wasn't sure how well Bound was going to hold up. Yeah. It's really fucking good. It was... Yeah, it was great. And like, you know, like, I was... Not not that I'm totally surprised, but I'm, I'm not surprised that the Wachowskis are good directors because I knew that. I'm surprised how early they had such a style locked in. Oh, quite. Because yeah. there's such good camera yeah. work and stuff in yeah. that and like, yeah. it's super fucking good. Yeah. Um, 
Barbara's death. Oh yeah, uh, she got yeah. yeah. She gets in, get all cut up by the shards of glass, and she she dies on like a polar bear bearskin rug or something. Yeah. yeah. And you know, okay, so she's laying there. She doesn't like she's not again it's 1978 um she just has some blood on her and some like you know glass shards sticking out it's not super gory yeah. but they're the next floor down and apparently she has lost enough blood from all the cuts and the blood is soaked through a bear skin Rug. through the floor of this house uh through the ceiling through the ceiling and, and it's leaking into... out of a light fixture down the chandelier and dripping into a, like an aperitif glass or yeah. something yeah uh, which is now totally full because like at some point, Maggie becomes aware of it. She hears, like, you know, you know, like one of those. Yeah. And, like, Good fully work there. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's one of the things I can do. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she, she looks and you see the blood dripping and she runs out. And then, like, a second later, like, Pete looks over and now the glass is, like, full. Completely full. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. like, overflowing. And they run upstairs and they're like, oh my God, she's dead. Um, yeah. I don't know what happens after that. Right after the mirror explodes, he breaks open the gun closet. Because then it's just like, oh, um, what's his name is in the gun closet? Jock is Jock, in the yeah. gun cabinet. Going through and, like, taking out guns yeah. and bullets and, like, yeah. getting it all together. And he closes it and apparently locks it. Yeah. And so Pete comes over and he tries to open it and can't. And he just Smash breaks it open. Because, yeah. yeah. So you can he, drink again. Yeah, he yeah. picks up a gun. But then cannot find any shells for it. Yeah. Yeah. But Jacques has taken them. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But we, he he does he does pick up a bolt from uh, the crossbow and yeah. he's just like aha and you're like oh shit shit's about to get real. Yep. I'm very excited. Yep. And then it it gets real. Yeah. Shit proceeds to get real. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes outside because the crossbow is in shed or yeah the the carriage house yeah whatever, whatever it is thing it's yeah it looks it, like a mausoleum yeah well because yeah. it's got these stone lions out front and stuff but yeah i think it's like supposed to be like a gatehouse or something yeah. it's yeah. some rich shit yeah, yeah some rich shit y'all yeah. some rich shit i don't understand yeah i'm not it's it seems like it's open to the elements at least partially like a stable would be yeah i don't know but yeah, yeah i don't know um and so if he's it gonna was go- near a pool it would maybe be a pool house right like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are all possibilities um but, yeah, so he's going to go out to that, and fucking Jacques is up on the roof taking fucking shots at him. So yeah, yep. it becomes, sniping with yeah, a shotgun. It becomes full-on cowboy shit. Yeah, it's great. Um, like I talked about a little bit at the top, it's very much like, oh, there's a sniper in the bell tower, and, you know, and fucking Sam Elliott is, like, running from the front door of the house to the car where he's taking shelter, and, you know... Yeah, like, diving around things. Yeah, and just, diving into this fucking yeah. carriage house to get the crossbow, and then running back to the car, and then he's fucking aims and takes a shot. He misses the first one, but gets the second one. Yeah. He's trying to, like, maneuver around the house, but stay, like, close enough to the eaves to be, like, out of range of the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to stay um, in, in yeah. Jacques' blind spots. Yeah, uh, to take him out, and Maggie comes out of the house... And starts running towards him and, like, yelps or something as yeah, Pete's he... firing. So he misses uh, Jacques and Jacques hits him. Yeah, yeah. And this and... is the second time where I was like, yeah. oh, shit. I'm yeah, like, it die. looks like he gets shot in the face. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, he does not get shot in the face. Yeah, he gets well, so he... grazed on the temple, which yeah. is, like, the most macho, like, yeah. way to get shot. <laughs> like, yeah. He's yeah. just like, yeah, bullet didn't pierce my skull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, he's just got blood on him. He falls down. Great. Maggie, like, throws herself in front of him. Yeah. And Jacques lines up his shot. 
and the gun backfires in his face. Yeah. Yeah. So you and get you get a shot of the like him aiming the gun, and the front of the gun seals. Yeah. 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 It like closes up. Yeah. It's that Maggie's operating under the assumption that she is magic, and this is gonna work. Well, so because but, she had read these newspaper articles about how yeah. everybody had committed yeah. these various crimes, yeah. she's like, "Well, I I haven't done anything like this." Yeah. And Jacques also says, like, well, neither have I. It's kind of like, oh, well, it could be either one of us. Right. But also, she's got more of a legacy. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, like, here's the thing. I mean, this woman is me. Right. That's the thing. Like, look around, Jacques. Yeah. Like, sure. Okay. Maybe you never did any crimes to anybody. Maybe you're a fucking, like, perfect gentleman and angel all the time. Totally believable. Fine. But... Your ass ain't in a, you know, 600-year-old portrait hanging up yeah. in this house. Read behind the literal this, room. Right, behind the <laughs> mystery curtain. Right. Yeah. Like, come on, Jacques. The specially crafted mystery curtain. Now, if I remade this movie, I would definitely have each of them find different weird portraits of their... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like Jacques would be like, I found the fucking, look, it's this fucking tiny little uh, portrait I found hidden behind the couch. That's <laughs> like Jacques. So a lot of things happen very quickly. The gun backfires in his face. He slides down the slate roof, crashes through a like, like skylight, skylight yeah. ornate skylight and falls into the Back same into the pool, pool yeah. that uh, Maria died in. Yeah. Yesterday, it's, or it's the day really intense. Yeah, too. yeah, because yeah. like he, when it blows up in his face, we all kind of went like, "Oh Ooh. shit!" Yeah, and then he starts sliding off the the roof, and I thought he was just gonna fall down yeah. into the ground yeah. or whatever. And then he and falls. We were like, oh shit! And yeah. then he crashes through. And we're like, more oh shit! Broken glass drink in the pool with the, the bird drink, drink, and then yeah. also there's the cat probably. So oh yeah, yeah almost yeah. definitely. She even says something to the effect of like, "See, I'm magic" or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're just like, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's oh i know what it is she starts singing black magic woman uh, uh, yeah <laughs> sure is that out 1978 that was out right i have no idea i, think, I don't think did so. the who do it yeah remember earlier when we referenced that who song one week <laughs> perfect <laughs> mr mount olive calls to maggie she goes up to see him. This is when you finally get to see him. And yeah, he's like a melted Muppet. He honestly, now that I, I joked about it earlier, he does look like a Boglin. <laughs> like he does. Hunter, hi. You're listening to this maybe to edit it in the future. Uh, do a side by side of a Boglin and uh, Quato and uh, Mr. Mount Olive. Because they all kind of look the same. <laughs> That's fair. Sam Elliott kills Adams. Try, yeah, tries to, tries to, tries to, tries to shove her down the stairs while he's trying to get at, uh, Maggie and, yeah. uh, yeah, he's trying to Jason. go in there to be like, now we have to get out of here. And, um, Adam starts fighting him and they ADR in cat sounds <laughs> yeah. while they're fighting. So she's like, uh, and like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, huh? and like, yeah, and he shoves her down the stairs and there's like cat yowling while she's like, yeah, yeah. groaning while she's yelling. Yeah. yeah. It's very, it, it's great and yeah. wild. And yeah. so then she's, like, laying at the bottom of the stairs, and he goes up into the, like, medical nightmare room. I hope your fucking cup is full. Yeah. yeah. People who live in glass houses shouldn't do what Pete does. Yeah. He yeah, fucking destroys this entire, ah. like, giant room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's There's just, probably like, a deleted scene of him talking to Roger Daltrey. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, Roger Daltrey in a hotel room or yeah. whatever. They destroyed no. stuff on okay. stage. They destroyed smashed, stuff on stage. Smashed their instruments. Okay. Um, Who's notorious for fucking up hotel rooms, then? 
Motley Crue. Well, oh. later, later Motley Crue for sure. I yeah. think like the earliest stories of like debauchery in hotels was Zeppelin and Sabbath. Okay, that um, makes a lot of sense. Yes. Sure. Also British. Oh yeah. yeah, Sabbath were big partiers. Just and I mean, so were Zeppelin. Zeppelin, though, famously a little bit more weed. I would well, imagine. Well, the, oh. do you know the shark story? No. What? Um, now I've heard it has since been uh, debunked, debunked. Yeah, as like urban legend or maybe like a half truth or something, but. Mm-hmm. I had always, I'd grown up hearing this story that, you know, they had a bunch of groupies back at their house and somehow somebody like on, you know, on a whim brought them like a fucking sand shark, like a small uh-huh. shark that they were keeping in the bathtub. Cause like, it's real cool and rock and roll to just be like, I guess, taking I have a shit. This wild there's animal. A, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a fucking miserable shark in the tub. <laughs> um, and apparently it died, uh, because like. No shit. I'm guessing right. it wasn't even salt water. Right. I'm guessing they didn't even think to put salt in the water. Probably so the not. thing definitely died. Yeah. Um, and they were probably also like giving it bourbon or whatever because <laughs> they're Led Zeppelin. Um, right. And like, this is all horrible, but what are you going to do? It happened before I was born. I can't. And also, it. didn't, maybe didn't happen. It maybe didn't happen. Right. So it's like, I'm just going to tell the story. So then apparently they're hanging out with all the groupies and shit and. One of them really wanted to fuck somebody, and they were like, nah, you know, you gotta prove you really want to fuck me. And they were like, how? And they were like, fuck the dead shark. Oh my so, god. So, apparently then one of these groupies, like, you know, was grinding on this dead shark. <laughs> or they were, like, fucking them, like, with the shark or oh. something. Like, <laughs> some horrible shit. Now, I've, again, I've heard since that it's not true, or that it's like, a half truth where they were like, oh no, there was a, we kept a trout in the sink and then we threw it at some lady or like, you know, yeah, like any right. fucking thing. I have no idea. So Snopes says it was a mud shark, but then also a version where it was a red snapper. Not touching that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Won't get fooled again. Oh, no, actually, apparently <laughs> the piscatorial object involved was variously reported as a shark, a mud shark, a swordfish, a red snapper, or a generic fish. A oh, generic, generic fish. fish. In different versions, the fish employed in the escapade was said to be alive, dead, or stuffed and mounted. Oh. Not touching that either. Yeah. Someone um, was. And the extremes of the legend range from the band using an intact fish to harmlessly pleasure a groupie to their cutting up a fish and stuffing pieces into several bodily orifices. Oh my god. Yeah. Now, see, I never heard those. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Snopes isn't debunking it fully just because they're like, there are a lot of versions of this, so it th- it's mixed, but it's probably not true. Yeah. 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 Then maybe Sam Elliott had Roger Daltrey yeah. call Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, hey man, how do I... Hey man, go fuck, just go smash all the uh, weird vampire going, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not um, bad. Sharon! Yeah. <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> but in the, in the 70s, though, I don't think he would have sounded like that. No, in the 70s, he sounded like a human being. Yeah. That's why I've seen Ozzy twice, and both times I was absolutely astounded that, like, between songs, he's like, All right, go rock and roll Philadelphia, yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, I can't hear you, man. And I was like, yeah, Ozzy, it's because you're fucking 70 years old and you spent your entire adult life in front of amplifiers bigger than my house. Woo! And he's like, <laughs> yeah, rock and roll. And he starts singing, and he's like, Fairies wear boots and you gotta believe me. And I was like, where does this voice come from? Like, And I found out later, it's you use two totally different parts of your brain. But yeah, uh, he destroys this fucking um, medical nightmare room. Oh my god, yeah. So that's what much. we're talking about. Yeah, he fucks everything up. He, It's like 
grabbing like big glass front cabinets full of like syringes and bottles and just like smashing them down he's like you know kicking everything over yeah he's throwing (laughs) things through other things there's monitors there's iv bags and shit and he's just fucking hurling everything it's amazing it's great it's like like, it's technically like two feet from where maggie is like standing talking to this fucking dying old muppet Uh yeah and also you saw somebody killed by glass like a couple hours ago or whatever he's not (laughs) i know He's not uh, part of the legacy curse. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And apparently, he's unkillable, man. Yeah. <laughs> he outran the dogs. A bullet bounced off his skull. Yeah. Like, that hot fucking... broom did nothing. Yeah. The fucking broom. Nothing. Unsweepable. <laughs> Unsweepable. That's good. Yeah. He alive, damn it. <laughs> That's good. Like, this is. Mount Olive just dies. Like. Yeah. And Maggie, like, you know, walks out and he he's like, oh, Maggie, you know. We gotta get out of here. And she's like, no, it's fine. Calm down. Like everything's chill. Everything, yeah. He's like, no, we have to get out of here. She's like, walks downstairs, revives uh, Adams. Yeah. Yeah. The cat. Yeah, well, she starts to pick Adams, the woman, up by the shoulders, and it cuts to, like, a waist up shot. And when she stands up, uh, she's not lifting the woman. She's lifting the cat now. And then she puts the cat down. Yeah. And that's cool. That's a good... Yeah. I was like, oh, that's neat. Like, yeah. Um, so she is definitely now, uh, you know, she's the new legacy. Mm-hmm. She goes outside. They both go outside. And, you know, she's like, now I've got the power. And he's like, what are you going to do with it? She uh-huh. goes, anything I want. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. 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 Because, like, all right, ultimately, it's not that bad. Like, she didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no moral gray area where, like, because she's not responsible for anybody's death. She didn't. There was no double crossing. There was no, like, oh, I locked him in the room where he died. Like, none of that. Like, she was pretty much oblivious to most of it. Yeah, Yeah. she's just chosen wanting her way through this whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not even, like, the... I mean, this is where things get a little, like, hazy, is, like, it's just kind of, like, the effect of the curse. Right. It's, like, the house is doing it, and I guess to a lesser extent, like, Adam's... And or, like, the devil and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or now he's dead, so she has his power. Right. Yeah, he's now. So and... I think like the the spirit yeah. of well, the legacy, like the. That's curse. what I think is like. So that that's what I wanted to talk about. So original Maggie, OG Maggie. Yeah, yeah. She made this this proclamation that like I'm, I'm about to die. There will be six sigil bearers, and one of them will carry my spirit forward. Okay, and then so so I think we're supposed to infer that then that happened, and it yeah. has been happening every generation since. Yeah. So Jason had her spirit in him mm-hmm. yep and now her spirit is back in i guess a reincarnation this is where it gets kind of weird it's this it's the same dracula thing of like yeah he's like you look exactly like my beloved you know that yeah. kind of thing and it's like is, is she supposed to be a reincarnation like is reincarnation inherently a part of the dracula right. mythos or right because like now does this mean the legacy is like Right, she's she's back in quote unquote her body. Right, and she's now like she has her own powers. Right, back is is she maybe now like more powerful than ever before? Right, so yeah, there's a there's a bunch of questions. Although she does give Sam a ring, which seems like she's starring another circle. Right, yeah. And then you're like, wait, is she gonna have to kill all of that, like all the other ones? Yeah, maybe. maybe. I'm like, that's what. So she just picks Sam Elliott, and then a bunch of people she doesn't like. Just like, yeah, because like you know, extended life doesn't seem to be part of it. It seems like, yeah, you you die when you die. So if she gave Sam Elliott one of the rings, then she's probably like, oh well, we'll be together, you know, for the rest of like our Our... natural lives. But like, 
probably gonna have to kill you. Yeah, because you're also gonna be my mage. Right. So even yeah, if well... I died first. But yeah, they're just like, and then they're both just like, all right, here we are. Yeah. That's it. This brave new world. Yeah, and I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, like. It's it, a cool ending. I, yeah, I definitely would like to know more. And I, you know, I said this last night. I was like, oh man, like a sequel to this would have been really cool. But like a sequel to this made now. So it's like. Yeah. And, you know, so it's them. And it's finally getting to a point where they're like, we need to find someone to take over the legacy. Yeah, yeah. that's what, like, legacy when you said two, that. Legacy 2, the new batch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, you said it last night, and I was like, that's fucking a great idea. Yeah, and I'm like, well, Sam uh, Sam Elliott and... Um, Catherine Ross. Catherine Ross. Ross. Yeah, they're both alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like we were talking last night um, when we watched this, Sam Elliott, uh, just uh, 2018, was in... The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yep. Um, and Which it's was a, good. It's a great performance for me. Also worth watching. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Movie's great. It's uh, one of my favorite movies of uh, of 2018. Well, actually, I think I didn't see it till last year. I don't think it was released till 2019. But it's really goddamn good. But yeah, I think you could make a really cool, like really long gap sequel to this that would actually be like interesting. Yeah, I think and, so too. And, like, enough people have not seen the original that, like, yeah, you you're could... not beholden to it. You're not behooven <laughs> to it. You're not behooven to it. Yeah, and I feel like even though it, it could be a sequel, it could definitely be its, like, own thing. Because, like, you know, people who have seen it would be like, oh, this is a sequel to The Legacy. You know, I'm sure people will be like, this is a reboot. And you're like, well, not really. But yeah. we're the characters from the first movie. Like I said, there are a lot of interesting concepts in this that are, you know, they're there. They're just not like elaborated on where you don't you're not pulling stuff out of your ass to make it like more interesting or relevant to modern audiences you're just expanding on things that, that they did have here yeah just didn't really go into sure yeah. y'all want to vote on the legacy yeah is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about specifically no, no. Okay. covered everything yeah i mean like for me yeah, I think uh, I think we did a good job. Um, yeah. Well, Crystal, you were guest. Would you like to vote? Yes. Um, I am going with a hearty great watch. Yeah. Yeah. Allison. Also a great watch because of all of the many reasons that we outlined. I had very few problems, mostly about the soundscaping of this film, uh, and even then, I'm very willing to overlook that because I thought it looked great and was decently acted and interesting and weird and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I agree. I think it's a great watch. Um, the only thing I could really knock it for is that score is weird, but yeah. also the score is not in it very much. Oh yeah, no. I just there were a couple of scenes no, no. where it was distracting, and I always hate that. It's you notice it, and yeah. like that's not always great. Yep. Yeah. Um, for any score, even a good score, like actively noticing it is not always what you want. Right. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I would really knock it for, and that's not a huge because it, it isn't throughout the whole movie. It's it's sporadic, but it frequently doesn't make sense. Um, nope sure don't but like yeah no this is a lot of fun it's a little slow by like modern standards whatever um so if if slow burn movies are not your thing then you might not dig it but i think it's worth a watch for sure so's everything that feels like this like we talked about the changeling and like don't look now to be fair i think both the changeling and don't look now build to a stronger bigger climax sure Um, yes this is that's what she said there you go <laughs> yeah well done but yeah um 
or at least flashier. Yeah, because, I mean, this go- tries to go for it, but it ends up mostly just being Sam Elliott destroying that room. Yeah, because I think they yeah. spent their budget yeah. in a lot of little places yeah. rather than one big final set piece or anything, yeah. which well, is smarter because the rest of the movie Oh, yeah, you have a lot of little cascades. It's, yeah. it's the edging of horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. I also, like, I don't Because you know. were saying two of your most uh, memorable scenes from this are early in the movie. Yeah, yeah. very, but, very early. Like, from first two-thirds, yeah, yeah. for sure, and, and, conservatively speaking. Yeah, and, like, that's what I mean. Like, if, if the drowning scene was just, like, an actress flailing in the pool... And Wouldn't have some, been memorable. Yeah, and somebody being like... Why can't she surface? And you know, then like Adams is like blah blah blah. I'm a cat, and like disappears. Right. You'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Something spooky's going on, but it wouldn't have the impact of watching this woman like trying to surface and not being able to get past this invisible wall. Right. Um, and things like that. Yeah. Like, like and and the makeup effects and things. Yeah. I think, I think they spent the money well, but it didn't build to like. There's no. Like Life Force, there's a big fucking you know special oh, yeah. effectsy mm-hmm. like finale with souls shooting out in the space and all kinds of crazy shit it's, yeah. it's a big set piece i and this doesn't have that i'm also wondering and like because like i you know i really enjoy hmm. slow movies like this like suspiria stuff like that um and it's all not american yeah, yeah. um and this while it's you know there are american actors in it it's filmed in england it seems like most of the cast is english yeah and it has um, that like murder mystery parlor yeah it, it yeah it feels Steel very like agatha christie kind, kind of, of yeah um with that, a spooky twist yeah, yeah. It, it has that feel to it um so yeah i wonder if that's part of it is just like yeah they they did it to be more british maybe but yeah i i don't, I don't actually know yeah no it's a good theory i don't know Mm-hmm. I, yes. I, this has been one of my favorite movies, like, like I said, since I was young, I had not watched it very much recently. Um, and this is the first like watch where I didn't like just, I wasn't like putting it on before I went to sleep or something or just like on in the background while I was doing stuff. So I like, I was like, oh wow, I forgot about, you know, these things, but Roger Daltrey's death and Maria's death, um, two of the things that like stick out to me most in like horror in general yeah (laughs) you know i'm i'm excited whenever i get to show somebody this movie crystal do you have anything you would like to plug like people to visit your social media or anything sure um so i make art occasionally (laughs) um (laughs) and a lot of time it's stickers you can look at that um on instagram at wantful underscore things I know that I get tagged occasionally in some podcast stuff, so look at that. All right. um, yeah. Uh, you can email us with uh, any of the things that we talked about. I feel like I definitely asked for something early on. And I can't oh, remember. Uh, we were going to get hate about you not liking Stranger Things. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't really like Stranger things. things that much. Yeah. Uh, I don't love Stranger Things, so if you want to send me hate mail about that or you know, uh, maybe, maybe just an impassioned plea for me to give it a second chance. Uh, you can email us at write hate watch great watch that's w-r-i-t-e-h-w-g-w at gmail.com and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at h-w-g-w podcast on both those platforms thanks very much for listening uh you can catch us every other, every other wednesday. wednesday that's every other, other wednesday, wednesday. <laughs> on movie john or wherever you get yes. podcasts yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep. anything else i'm forgetting no that was it okay. <laughs> Yeah, y'all. Happy podcast, y'all. It's quarantine. I got quarantine brain. Yeah. Yeah.
that? Can you still use that seven months in? Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's worse now. Yeah, you're right. Four months ago, I only been in quarantine for four months. Quarantine age no wasteland. Ooh. <laughs> That's that's what the episode should start with. <laughs> Quarantine age wasteland. Well, waste. It's kind of just me. <laughs> See, now you can't get sued. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's technically parody. Yeah. Welcome to Hate Watch, Great Watch. Yeah. My lack of pitch allows us to go go through parody law much more easily. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye. Uh, I was talking to Kevin. Like, mm, I was like, should I say his last name on here? I can cut it out. Okay, that's cool. I'll add the sound of somebody making me delicious fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sound of falafel. Um, yeah. That's my favorite sound. <laughs> the sound of falafel. This is the sound um, of falafel. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm also really stoked. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Oh, it yeah. does. <laughs>